When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's show is brought to you by Banana Bag, a clinically proven vitamin and dehydration therapy formulated by a pharmacist as an alternative to an IV treatment for dehydration and fatigue. Visit bananabag.org WATP. Use the promo code WATP for 25% off your purchase. Episode 4. Hey, welcome back to Horn Dogs. <laughs> Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. Are you a boner guy? You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? What a dick. I'm the one who should apologize. By the way, for those people that are in the back, remember to shut the fuck up. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. It's showtime. W-A-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, everyone. It's the Cousin Rose. Welcome to another episode of Willie's Podcast, the only show that strongly disagrees with your take on Israel versus Palestine. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, a goat and trucker Andy from Once Over with Kaylee on YouTube. It's Lucy Typebox. Hello. Welcome, Lucy. And from the All Apologies podcast, it's Trucker Andy. Hey, let's talk shit. Please go to whoarethese.com, get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and the link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. And you can watch the show unedited live and anytime thereafter. We encourage our listeners to go ahead and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you review podcasts and then shit all of us in the comments section today. We'll be reviewing a show called Horn Dogs Podcast. This is a suggestion from Got Dern Right in the Discord. We've all listened separately. We've not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show hosted by Jonathan and Steve. And these guys, one of them is married to a woman. The other guy is very gay, but I think they're both gay. Actually, before we start playing clips, <laughs> let me ask you, are both of these guys gay? It's hard to tell. Okay. So Jonathan is for sure gay. He's yeah. the gay one. He's very he gay. He is very openly gay. Yes. But there were a couple of times where Steve made comments about like, oh, yeah, maybe I might like the penis. And I was like, yeah, okay. I didn't pull the clip, but at one point he was talking about this dude who kind of looks like a chick, but he didn't carry either way because this dude was so hot. He wanted to suck him off. And I went... Something someone a gay guy would say. Yeah, he was talking about pencil dicks on the episode that I listened to, and he, he doesn't even know me. I know, right? It was impressive. <laughs> Fuck. Um, how, how dare he? He uh, when he was talking about him, he kind of made it sound like he got fucked by one. So well, if, if I had to get fucked by a dick, <laughs> that's the one I'm picking out of the lineup. <laughs> <laughs> I think Steve is just so horny that he'll take. Anything that he can get. At oh, is that what it is? Yeah, I think he's one of those guys. He's very, very horny. Guys, get ready for a real horny episode today. <laughs> um, I know it's no not November. It's going to be tough for all you out there to keep it in your pants. <laughs> Once we get into this, I'm going to start off 
with uh, Jonathan talking about this gay club that he goes to called The Eagle. And uh, I don't know if he's being braggadocious, but uh, he has some pretty good luck there. It was uh, The Eagle. Okay, so the eagle. I just have a lot of good luck there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of good luck. The, what kind of? Because there are kind of all different kinds of gay bars. It's and it's a hardcore leather fetish bar. Seventies uh, and eighties vintage porn playing everywhere. It's black. It's red light. It's it's raunchy. The bartenders will. Uh, this is no joke. The bartenders will sometimes to up their tips take off their jock straps or their thongs or whatever. Take out their fully erect cock, which is in a cock ring. That's why it's erect. Yeah. You know, while they're working, shake it around, and people will tip more. You know, they have like fetish displays. It's a cool ass bar. It's a great bar. So he starts out by saying he has good luck there hooking up. Doesn't sound like it'd be that challenging. If the bartenders are whipping out those cocks and everyone's got their dicks out the whole time, so like, yeah, and you know what? Every now and again, I get lucky. Well, yeah. It's What's the game in that? I thought I was at a good bar. They had the Dallas game and the Miami game on at the same time. I was like, wow, this is a cool bar. That's Nobody took their cock out, though. Gay bars are so weird because, like, as a straight man, I like sex, but I have other interests, too. So I might want to watch the World Series. Or I might want to listen to music that I enjoy. But gay guys, when they go out, it's only sex. They don't even play music they enjoy. No, <laughs> no one loves any songs. It's all, like, aggressive house music. Could you imagine if you're the DJ and you're watching this, you're just like, I thought you guys liked those tunes. Everyone's dancing and fucking and so I thought you guys were into that shit. I, I could play show tunes if that's what you want to hear. I didn't know. I got Mamma Mia ready to go over here. <laughs> those are the choices. <laughs> I could have been playing Rent all this time. And you guys seem to be really into this house music <laughs> that I was playing. So you heard him say he goes to this club called The Eagle. And they play house music. What's and everyone's the address? Dicks out. We'll talk about that offline. So then he brings up the other things that are going on at this place. Like they have uh, like wet uh, short contests where they like spray your shorts and yes. it gloms on yes. and everything. Yeah. These guys are pulling their dicks out, but they also have wet short contests. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's like having a wet t-shirt contest at a strip club. You're like, right. well, I don't care about that. A, a bottomless <laughs> strip club. Yeah. Where their right. are covered. Yeah. Like, oh, let's put on white t-shirts and get wet if you want. I'm, sure. I'll use my imagination. <laughs> I'm more of a sophisticated gay that likes to leave things to the imagination. Right. Yes. I just want to see the outline through some wet shorts. Thank you. All right. So I think that kind of gets the vibe going for the episode that we're going to be doing today. I'll hand it off. Lucy Tightbox brought the most clips. Oh, boy. So I'm going to have you go up ding, ding. and uh, show us what you picked up on Lucky from me. this show. Carl and I were like, I, I just can't take this anymore. Yeah, was, gonna I'm very <laughs> glad that Lucy's here. I didn't grab a lot of clips. I knew you were bringing some and you were bringing some. And also, I just I had enough. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is fine. Yeah. John's back this week. I have seven hours of telling John to go through from two days for the show. Like, so I'll, true. I'll do that. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> So I happen to listen to the only episode where they're not constantly talking about sex. I'm sorry to hear that. I know. It was kind of shocking. Um, so because of that, most of the episode was them talking about their fathers, which was just lovely. <laughs> Hot. It was great. It was so, so wonderful. He didn't play catch with me. He didn't seem to be interested in anything that I was interested in. No, but he might have something more in common with you, actually. So okay. Jonathan's father has something that might be very similar to what Carl has. So if you would play my clip number seven, you will hear um, a about uh -oh. these guys who are supposed to be talking about horny men's stuff. Um, and then instead, they talk about this. So he got hurt. And it was because of his feet. 
his feet are so deformed from a little boy. He's always had very deformed feet. They're like something. <laughs> Guys, they're like something Guillermo del Toro thought up. What do they look like? They look like gnarled, like monstrous. Like the worst feet you've They're ever the seen. They're the worst feet you've ever seen. Carlet. My feet are not deformed. I was born club foot and my feet are not deformed, Lucy. Well, we'll need a foot comparison to be able to right, tell fair, for sure. So you and enough. Jonathan's dad. I, okay. I expect that. I expect that. All right, I wasn't expecting that to be the first clip you played. Oh, what is that? I wasn't expecting it to be either. I was thinking he'd be German. <laughs> right. Um, well, if you'd like, we can go on to my next clip, which is going to be even better because these two are going to be talking about Jonathan is going to be talking about how his father used to, his father with the deformed feet, yeah. used to throw stray cats off a bridge. And then he explains this all away by explaining my clip six. Uh, you know what it is? Um, the baby boomer generation, I think, was really affected by lead. There was uh-huh. lead in everything. <laughs> and lead makes people crazy. The Roman Empire, that's why they were so brutal, because lead. I had no idea that lead would make you throw stray cats off a bridge. Hold on a second. How many history lessons are we going to get today? Because this is too many for me. I don't want to learn anything else. I'll say nothing more, though. <laughs> okay. I think I'm his full. dad was a troll. He's, like, deformed, living under a bridge, torturing animals. <laughs> Weird. Was Genghis Khan into lead, too? I'm confused. This is the common denominator. Yeah. uh, It's a little bit weird because definitely the symptoms of lead poisoning are not, you know, um, blood sacrifices, demonstrating power, reinforcing social order. Says you. Let's get Dr. Steve on here and find out. I don't know. It's true. There would have been more to it. Actually, uh, lead is a lot of fun. Uh... (laughs) I prefer lead when it's a fluid. (laughs) Trucker Andy, what did you pick up on from this show? Well, clip one, I feel like I've used this title for clip one for the last month, but I I got this off to a bad start. This is the very first episode they ever did. Okay. Oh, so I guess we got to go, huh? Yeah. All right, here we go. Hello, welcome to the Horn Dogs Podcast. (laughs) Look at the camera if you're going to do the introduction. Hello, welcome to the Horn Dogs Podcast. You got to say your name, and then if if you want to... Hello, welcome to the Horn Dogs Podcast. My name's Jonathan Serta Rowell. And I'm Steve Hernandez. But you knew that. Come on Horn Dogs. You know the dog pound in Cleveland? I'll never look at them the same way now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when they score touch like, hoo, hoo, hoo. oh, there's a bunch of gay guys ready for the yeah, right. Cleveland Browns. All right, cool. But every all these episodes we cover that start off where you've had nothing but time to prepare for your first episode, and you mm-hmm. prepared. Nothing. Oh, we got to start now. Okay, hey, I'm uh, Carl. I yeah. think. How are you? How do we start this? We probably should have researched this. You you had an intro on your tracks, right? Yeah, I I did. Yeah, it's okay. almost exactly the same thing. So if you want to play my clip one, you'll get to hear that all that whole thing again. But this is after they've rehearsed it now. They've had one whole. Yeah, take. sorry, guess now I'll be better at it. Welcome back to Horn Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> again terrifying absolutely terrifying so if you are watching you get to see jonathan's facial expressions but if you're not and carl will do me a favor of playing clip two i will narrate them for you because they are terrifying let's do it this is in slow-mo so we are going to watch jonathan first he is barking and doing the steve buscemi eyes Mm. then we get a lovely blink which turns him into baby who wants a bottle 
Um, he looks again terrified. Oh, and now we are at the overly <laughs> attached girlfriend meme face. <laughs> yes. Uh, wow. Uh, Whole yeah. range of emotions. It's <laughs> really overly he, attached. There's a lot. I really like something. Him. Let me ask you both this: In the episodes you checked out, because I checked out episode four, were there commercial breaks in your episodes? Mm, no. All right. Well, check this out. This is fun. For some reason, Steve just in the middle of the conversation goes, "All right, we'll be right back." And this is specifically how this all plays out. <laughs> we'll be right back. And we're back with horn dogs. <laughs> I feel like mine was very realistic. That's John Candy dying. That's what that was. <laughs> <laughs> what if? <laughs> so I don't know if they think in the future they'll have advertisers. They need advertising slots for that. Or they just want to do the dog thing. I think that they had to pee. Oh, you think that's what it is? Yeah. So I did have something very similar if you would play my clip three. Okay, I'd be happy to. Damn, man, that is crazy. Yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs> and we're back. Oh, they doesn't even do the and we're horn hard dogs. cut. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and then Oof. again. I just hate to think of my friend on all fours yelping. Like I a really, dog. I really hate <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how I did it, Steve. You said yelping. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird that they bark so much, right? It's odd. Yes. So I, I know a lot of gay guys. I've mentioned this before. My wife's a hairstylist, so I've, I've met a lot of gay guys. Never once they barked around me. Not even a thing that's ever come up, but... You They're know, more like meow, the right? Yeah, right. I get that a lot. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I think I that... also hear uh, from them a lot of these. Yes, queen. <laughs> but not so much barking. I think it's interesting that they decided to call their podcast Horn Dogs mm -hmm. um, because, you know, obviously that's where the barking is coming from. But if you will play my clip five. You know, I don't like dogs, right? Yeah. Okay. You know what? You know, And you know what? I. I don't love dogs that much. I like I like them and I've had dog sure. pets yeah. and they've lived a long, glorious, luxurious life. Yeah. But here's the thing about us. We're we're Mexican. Pandering to the Mexican audience, are you? Mexicans don't like dogs? Apparently not. And also, if you don't like dogs, why would you name your podcast Horn wow. Dogs? Oh, hold on a second. Because English is my first language, so I'll explain this to you, Lucy Tightbox. Explain Type it Box. to me. Explain it to it's me. It's spelled D-A-W-G-S. Oh. You know Which what, is though? not the actual spelling for the animal that is a house pet. I don't know if you knew that. Then why are they barking so much? God damn it, you got me. <laughs> Fuck. I thought I had her. I, I was all ready to be like, your honor? <laughs> and that's checkmate, Carl. Damn it, she got me with that one. You no further questions. All right. Fair enough. Can we get back to the gay bar? I want to take you guys to a gay bar. Can we get back to this yes. gay bar? I want to spend all your money at the gay Let's bar. Let's spend all my money. Now Jonathan's going to tell us about his first ever experience at the Eagle. This is the place that he loves going to where the music sucks <laughs> and all the bartenders are whipping out their cocks and he gets laid very easily. Everybody has AIDS, AIDS. <laughs> yes, it's one of those places. So he's got a great story about his first time being there. The first time I went there, I was 23 years old. Yeah. Um, I walk in. It is still daytime on a Sunday, which is their famous like beer bust. Yeah. Uh, I I decide I want to make friends, so I go up to a group of daddies, right? Yeah. Hot daddies. They're standing in a circle. The hottest daddy 
reaches into my pants yeah. to see what I'm packing. Yeah. Then he takes his two middle fingers and puts them up my butt. Yes. While we're all standing in a circle, it is still daylight out. Yeah, yeah. There are still people probably at church and stuff like that. Did you, you know? like that? I kind of felt assaulted. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Yeah, you were sexually assaulted, yeah. sir. Why does it matter what time of day? That, that's a good point. Sorry, that's a good point. He brought it up twice. Yeah, I know. Could you believe I was raped in daylight? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it doesn't People really matter. Still in church <laughs> when you're raped. Three a.m. Yes, I, I, you right. Know, I can't go from day Are to there night. Any rules to being gay? Because uh, it doesn't seem like being it. heterosexual. This would be frowned upon if I just walked up to a chair. Or and... illegal? Yeah, wildly illegal. I've learned. I've really sure. got to dial it back. <laughs> okay, so. This is the part two to that story that you just heard about this the circle of dudes who are shoving two fingers up each other's butts when they first meet each other. <laughs> two? Yeah. You know, this guy, this Middle Eastern guy who was very hot, um, took out his like beer can cock. Yeah. And then this other like chubby guy around my age uh, was standing next to him and he took out his little dick that was in one of those cock cages, right? So I don't even know if that's how little it was because those cock cages like smush it down. It's like painful. Yeah. And then he starts to suck off the Middle Eastern guy. While this other guy has his like <laughs> fingers up my butt, yeah. and then he takes his fingers at my butt, like, and then he goes, "All right, go have fun," and he spanks me on the ass, and that's my first introduction to the eagle. The that aristocrats. Was, <laughs> that was yeah. the reaction that time. On Steve, that time, just like, "All right, that's too much." <laughs> your daylight? That was daylight. You're talking about. I feel like I'm watching Bill Hader on SNL. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Stefan. Yeah, right. The hottest club right now is called the Eagle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, that was cock cages and <laughs> <Yeah>. fisting. <laughs> yeah. A Middle Eastern guy with a horse cock. Everything. <laughs> it's got everything. <laughs> Andy, what else you got over there? Okay, so back to you, sir. A sliding scale of gayness, apparently, and Steve is going to explain why he's not as gay as Jonathan in clip two. Oh, okay. Well, it's good to know. You know, because I'm not as gay as you by a long shot. Not at all. But um, he looks, he's rich and he looks clean. I don't mind sucking a, a guy with a yeah. like clean dick. You he know? has that Lysol dick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where they're just all pampered and soft. I'll suck that dick. I don't yeah. care. Okay. So, he's not as gay as Jonathan because no. nobody is, but he's very gay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. I need a uh, clean, circumcised dick. Meanwhile, Jonathan's going to ask the mouth on, a, on, a, <laughs> on an uncut hog. In daylight. <laughs> right. But there's like, there's a uh, spectrum to the rainbow. Yes. Is what we're learning. I think Carl. you're right about that. All right. Let's get that out. Uh, clip three, these guys get turned on by anything and everything including edibles do you get horny on edibles yeah oh, okay they don't make you into like a like a cat in heat they make me I, they turn me into some although i do like last night i did 50 milligrams that's oh my not god a <laughs> and it and it wasn't even i was literally like it wasn't even that much for me like oh my god i wasn't yeah, I, if I do t a tanner, I'm out of my mind. I used to be that. I'm way. laying on the ground. Yeah. yeah, I used to be weak like you. <laughs> <laughs> so just 50 milligrams and it'll fuck anything that moves, or not do 50 milligrams yeah. and fuck anything that moves. I do 20 milligrams and premature ejaculate in my underpants. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, my move. But I bet you look good doing it though. <laughs> oh yeah, if you I know, know it about you. All right. Well, if we're gonna talk about drugs, we'll get into some drug talk. Uh, news to me: gay guys like drugs. Who knew? So they're talking about poppers and the first 80 times they use poppers and those experiences and things like that. And then they talk about uh, chem sex. I had not heard this term before. 
of chem sex, but I think you'll pick up on it pretty quickly. They're meant, they're chem sex, you know? It's the safest chem sex you could do. What do you mean chem sex? What's Chemical chem sex. Yeah, 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 So the other parts of chem sex are like meth, which I would never, I don't do because yeah. people just fall into a meth hole and yeah, they yeah. die, you know? Yeah. There's so many people like just on meth. Yes. You know, gay guys just on meth. Because you could fuck for like three days. Yeah, but you don't get a heart on. That's the thing, but you're so horny. I'm like, it's a deal with the devil. It seems <laughs> like, you know? That's like cocaine, too. That's cra- Yeah, but cocaine, you're annoying. I feel like meth, you're scary. Yeah, Which yeah, is so I'm much sure. hotter. Isn't chem sex on the wheel of consequences? <laughs> it is now. <laughs> that's for sure. So this guy, he's in a world that's very different than mine. Where everyone is doing math. I, I love this. Steve's like, oh, you can fuck for three days, right? He's like, you can't fuck for a second. Get yeah, a, I know. Get a direction. So no. I'm so horny with a flaccid cock. Yeah, there's, there's it doesn't no sound fun at all. at all. But also the fact that he says, yeah, you know, the problem with coke is that it makes guys annoying. But with meth, they're scary, which is hot. He's turned on by scary meth heads. This is not going to end well for our friend Jonathan, I have a feeling. You guys know that they're both comedians and they consider themselves in show business? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We'll get into more of that, but they talk about that quite a bit as if they're comics that we should know who they are. They just performed in Colorado at a brewery, so <laughs> there's that. I think it's the brewery that uh, Steve works at also. Oh, is that He's what it a is? Bartender. Okay, because they probably perform there too. Steve's a bartender at a dive bar, mm. and they live out in LA, and then they drove to Colorado for a gig that paid them, I think, 150 or $200 impressive i'm listening I, well hold on a second i'm just saying with gas prices i don't know if they're driving an ev i don't know what they're up to but it might be a wash at that point seems like a far drive for that kind of money but what do i know you got to make a name for yourself Carl. that's true that's true you got to grind speaking of grinding <laughs> at the eagle <laughs> yeah. all right so you're saying there wasn't a lot of gay talk in the episode that you uh i mean checked the, out? there was definitely some gay talk because what so... else is there on this show yeah i know you would think i just was expecting more sex and then instead i got all the daddy issues which okay. was not at all related but they weren't to talking point spreads of week three or something like that right no okay, no thank no, god no. um but i did get a little bit of some of the gay stuff so if you will play my clip 13 we are going to hear about steve's motives for starting out as a comedian Okay. Um, and uh, we will find out that he's at least sort of straight. Okay. I got into comedy. I thought you were supposed to get good at something, make money from it, and then so you could date 22-year-olds. And now that's not okay. See, that's what makes you so not gay. But this is a problem for him. So he read Chris D'Elia's book. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that is what you're supposed to do. So it's a problem for him because, according to him, he's only attracting men. So if you'll play my clip 10. Yeah. Well, they talked about their sets, and it was funny. I hope I'm not stealing your thunder. But when they were talking about the show they did together in Colorado, Steve had to follow Jonathan. And Steve's like, it was tough following you because we talk about the same things. I was like, okay. I can only imagine what that might be. wish I was uh, more gay because I do know that Far more gay men find me attractive than I think. Well, here's what then I think women find me attractive. <laughs> Nobody finds him attractive. I was going to say, that's not a problem you have, sir. It's hard for when we do shows together because your bit about fucking a bald little fat guy is similar to my bit about getting fucked by a tall, skinny, twink guy. <laughs> right. People put two and two together. They realize what's actually going on. Well... There's speculation here that Steve isn't very gay. You heard him say it himself. And oh, Jonathan, no, he's very gay. <laughs> well, this is how I know that he is very gay. Uh, I saw the, we saw the Taylor Swift movie. 
And how'd you how'd you how'd you like that shit? Loved it. Uh, okay. <laughs> he loved the Taylor Swift movie, so I'm like, okay, I don't care if he's married to a woman or not. This has nothing to do with anything. This guy is definitely gay. So he tells the story about how he bought nosebleed tickets to go see the Eras tour on StubHub for eight hundred dollars for two tickets, and then. As the show was creeping up, he was able to sell them for $2,400. So he ended up selling those and going to the movie instead. Probably a good move. But he still is a huge fan of uh, Taylor Swift. But she's a little too popular. And they're also in show business, just like Taylor Swift is. Mm. So they can kind of relate to this. And they they know what's up. The phenomenon. We watch these people and uh, pay thousands of dollars to go see her. Like that, I'm starting to get a real bad taste in my mouth. Very anti-Christy. And, and yes. you know, anybody... I think she's making a billion dollars off this one tour. She's a billionaire. Um, and whenever you cross into that threshold, it's like, oh, this person's a... You know, you and me are, are comedians. We're in the entertainment industry. We know that the only way to make it in this thing generally is to just be a monster. And so to be Taylor Swift, to be selling out these stadiums inside of her must lay this evil that is so deep so according to him if you make it big in show business the industry they're both trying to be in it means you're a demon (laughs) which i was a little confused by so he goes taylor swift i'm a huge fan of hers i paid way too much money for tickets she's an antichrist though you're sitting next to a gay guy i I didn't know you guys are all christ-like around here i didn't realize that (laughs) but apparently they're all concerned about uh taylor swift being the devil so now they're going to start talking about selling out. And would you sell your soul? They're both like, oh, yeah, of course I fucking would. You know, whatever. And uh, this is what I call coping. Filled I don't need child. that much money. You know what I mean? Like Taylor Swift's making all the though. No, no, no. I know. I for sure don't need that kind of attention. I really don't need that kind of attention. But I, you I don't need give some. A you need some. And yes. it needs to be on your terms. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I work at a dive bar in Covina still. Right. Yeah. So because I do like to say no to things. Uh, that makes me laugh. Uh, but but yeah, I don't need that much more money than I have right now. That's a cope. That's why I work in a shitty dive bar and make almost no money. Because <laughs> who likes money? Who gives a shit? That's why I'm a substitute teacher. Right. It, it's very similar to that whole thing. It's like, oh, I'll drive for Uber. So what? What do I got to own three houses like Howard Stern? Uh, what do you mean? I'm not buying that at all. The other guy says that he would sell out to be on SNL. I think I would turn that down. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's so unfunny. <laughs> I wouldn't want any of that stink on me, but maybe I'm the asshole. Um, all right, what else you got over there, Lucy? I see you looking at your notes. I see yeah. you checking out what number it is. You can tell me what number it's going to be. I know, that's the up. most complicated part. So something that I noticed, uh, overall, production-wise, not entirely awful. I mean, nope. they're awful. So, it sounds good. They have the two-camera thing going on. It's edited well. Yeah, but but one problem that I had on the episode that I was listening to was that uh, you get to hear Julia, who is Steve's wife, talking off-camera, unmiked, a lot. Mm. Um, like, a lot, a lot. Um, so we are going to check out my clip 12, and Steve, who clearly is not listening to or caring about what his wife has to say, is going to make a realization. Maybe he is straight. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> Wait a second. I think he's thinking about gay men. <laughs> oh, okay. But I do feel like there is a way that I like am not approached that other women, based on other women's expressed uh, their experience, I go, oh, people aren't talking to me. Okay, so what you said, if I don't know if the cam- or the things are going to be able to... We've had the air conditioning on the whole time. We have. Shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not hearing it in 
Okay, so we're not going to edit this out, guys. <laughs> Whatever. It's, it's fine. And it's actually the air no, purifier. No, no. It does not matter. <laughs> also, edit it out. Yeah. I know. I hate that thing where it's like, isn't this great? How it's just like unprofessional and annoying? No. <laughs> it's never great. And he didn't know what a microphone was. He's like, I'm not sure if the camera picked you up. <laughs> or the or other not. things. The other things. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, there was like a solid like seven minutes of her talking off mic. That annoys the shit out of yeah, me. Yeah, it was awful. Because if you want to yell something out or something, people can kind of pick it up and it could be fun. But when someone starts like fucking saying a sentence, like you're either on the show or you're not. They were like, asking her one. questions. Like, don't ask her questions unless she's going to be on the show or at least has a mic. Right. Yeah. In the episode I watched, they did the same thing where they went to her and someone else in the room and started asking them questions like, you two are on the show. You you two. Now, I don't see David Letterman yelling off to some producer in the back. Yeah. Who's our first guest today? Huh? You know, yeah. that wouldn't be very professional. Paul Schaefer has a microphone. <laughs> right. Talk to him. <laughs> he'll, he'll tell you the answers. Let me uh, take over here for a second. In clip five, these guys are going to speculate about what body type they'd like to have if they were women. Okay. That sounds fun. We can do that afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> but, if I was a woman, I'd want to have a big ass. Yes, absolutely. So, um, and, and big tits. Controversial. Uh, but if I was a woman, I'd want both big tits and a big ass. That's not controversial. Oh. Yeah. I, I want it all. Yeah. Yeah. I want it all. I want to be fucking. I want to be out there. Just whoring myself out. I got news for you, Steve. You're a wig and some pronouns away from being that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you want it, you got it. Have these people never sat in coach? You want a big ass if you're a woman? That's a horrible idea. It's a really bad idea. I love, though, that he's talking about like uh, the figure he would have. And he goes, yeah, I'd want to be fucking. Like, okay, that's not what we're talking about right now, sir. But okay, you want to jump the gun at us. I'm, we can go down that road. What about you, Lucy? What kind of body would you want if you were a woman? Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. I like mine. <laughs> okay, I'm pretty good, good happy. answer. Pretty happy in this one. Good answer. So does my buddy who I did the uh, the show with yesterday, Eric Zane. I like Eric Big Zane's admirer body, of yours. Oh. If I was a man, I would want his body. Well, Eric and I were talking about our uh, workout regimens. Yesterday, we went on the Anthony Cumia show together. I'll probably put it out as a, a Patreon. Two specimens. If you have Doling out tips. Yes. <laughs> if you haven't seen uh, me on Compound yesterday, taking over for Anthony with uh, Eric Zane, and uh, you're going to get excited about this. So Eric uh, is a runner, but his arthritis in his knee has made it so it's difficult. Oh, baby. Yeah, I know. I thought, You're I thought she'd, get, my language. I thought she'd <laughs> get excited about that. Yeah. He's getting his old man body going. What kind of mentholated bomb is he putting on <laughs> Keep it? Keep talking. Keep talking. All right. Let's get back to these hot guys. I'm about Eric Zane. Holy crap. All right. Well, uh, clip seven, Steve is going to talk about some of the pitfalls of having three ways. You know, they half the time go wrong. Yeah. Anybody who has a lot of sex is not like a thing that's like, oh, this is... At, at this point, I think it would probably be cool if it happened again, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, anybody, if you've had threesomes, you know they go wrong a lot of times. Yeah. So it's not worth it. <laughs> and I, I played this clip Yeah. to kind of set up the the rest of these there's clips. two different types of threesomes but go ahead well right yeah <laughs> but like it's, it's just like it's not worth it either you gotta have you gotta like warm up you gotta convince the two ladies to do all of the foreplay you know preheat the oven and i'll 
swoop right. in like a sous right. chef. Is this trucker with lingo? Or what? <laughs> yeah. and I'm following. I'm following. Ladies, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or if it's a, if it's another guy, you got to have the conversation. Just keep your load away from me. You know. Yeah. There's and, all these conversations yeah. that need to be had. Sure. When it comes to well, organizing, I'll do my best. organizing these three ways that are just not worth it. But now we're going to skip to clip eleven. Steve is going to tell the most depressing three-way story I've oh, ever oh, fucking oh, heard. Oh, that's always fun. All right, clip, clip 11. Um, then they started making out, and um, they just kept making out and, like, hooking up. And and they just kept hooking up and making out. And you, oh. you, so you were, you were cucked by two lesbians, basically. <laughs> Yeah. You never want to hear. Are you still here? It's, it's not really a threesome. Yeah. No, it definitely is not. Yeah. yeah. A two plus one that won't leave. Yeah. Right. So this is every guy's worst nightmare. You think you're going to have the time of your life, yeah. and then you're just left out in the cold, and it it just gets even worse in clip 12. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, but I, I tapped them, and I said, hey, guys. <laughs> Uh, I know you probably didn't don't realize you're doing this, but you're leaving me out. So if you could please include me, that'd be really cool. Oh, oh God, what a buzzkill! I mean, that, that I'm sure they thought that too, but they're like, "Oh, sorry." They like laugh a little bit, and so uh, what happened was that the 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 girl I was with at that time, um, she just they kept doing what they're doing, but she would just pat my arm every now and then. <laughs> Oh my god! I was gonna make a whole hand holding joke, and that's exactly oh, yeah, what it's So bad. She's just offering him condolences on the yeah. death of his ego. Yeah, they're there. <laughs> oh, wow. Sounds like a great lifestyle you've chosen there, Steve. Jesus Christ! And that's when I decided. Uh, I guess I'm gay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. You might as well invite a bull in there, and then yeah. at least eat the load out of one of them or something. something. Get, get be a part of it some way, somehow. Save some face. <laughs> In order to save face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, this is getting too sexy for me, Lewis. I need you to bring us back here, please. Cool us off. Well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you then all <laughs> about Steve's five and a half inch penis, which he apparently is very proud of. He talks about it a lot. It's in all of his comedy bits. Okay. Um, so as long as we're talking about how sad his threesome was, okay. I have clip number 14, which I pulled specifically for Husey, actually, Okay. where uh, Steve is going to be talking about his penis. It's a nice everyday dick. It's fine. It's good. It gets the job done. It's, it's all an that everyday stuff. dick. It's Bernstein of dicks. Yeah, no, he's exceptional. So don't say that. Oh, yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I- <laughs> yeah. The Bruce Springsteen of dicks. Yeah. I would like to say fuck you, Husey, once again for springing Springsteen on my damn bean. <laughs> yeah. He keeps sending me things about them too, about episodes they're putting out. Yeah. Oh Spring- no, springing Springsteen on my bean or whatever. Yeah, God. it probably only gets better. That show is so fucking stupid. It's bad. So. Let me ask the guys here. Five and a half. You just round up, right? Everyone's rounding up. That's a normal thing. Yeah. It's yeah. like being 5'11". You're just, I'm six feet tall. Yeah, right. Fractions. We're doing fractions now. What kind of advanced math course are we in here? <laughs> six. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I'm 51 and a half years old. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fractions. Um, all right. Now that we've learned that, I see you have another clip about penises. Um, so they're going to continue talking about penises in this clip. Okay. The rumor is that Good Frank setup. Sinatra had a huge cock. Not big, huge. Yes. That people said that he was all cock. Yeah. Because he was a little guy. Yeah. You know? 
What do you think about that? I hope that's not the case. I just feel bad for the women he was with. And what? Why you did know. Steve not take the like? They're comedians. Why did he not run with a joke yeah. immediately after that? He was like, "Oh, I feel bad." Oh my god, I just feel really <laughs> bad for those poor women who have been utterly destroyed. Yeah, and all of the children that have been brought into the world because going, of it. Is this going bad to his thought that five and a half is the right size for a penis? Like, oh, yeah, those yeah. poor women. I'd hate for them to have to deal with something that's over six inches. Jesus yeah. Christ! Can you he imagine? Was all cock. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Sounds so awful. Um, well, I have one more clip on here because we're talking about how they go to a gay bar and they're sucking each other off and everyone's shoving fingers in each other's butts, <laughs> and it just seems. I think I introduced this whole segment with. It just seems kind of easy, right? We've talked about this as straight men. Gay men seem to have it pretty easy in order to get laid and and hook up. It just it's a no brainer for them. That's why they go out. That's what they're doing, right? Well, then he says this. I'm confused. Yeah, and gay guys hate other gay guys, so it's very it's very <laughs> gay guys love All gay guys. Yes, hate other gay, gay guys? guys hate other gay guys. I hate other guys. I never want to spooge in my face. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll like, show you. Take this. <laughs> yeah, and that. Like, and this. Their version of hate is very different <laughs> from my version of hate. So I'm, I was confused by that. But they're the experts. Yeah. You know? Can't argue. <laughs> Whatever they say goes. All right. What else do we need to hit on the, this before we move on? Clip nine, Jonathan is going to confirm what I always thought about gay sex. This is a funny We thing. clean shit out of our assholes. Yeah. Feel, that's yeah. why when you hate gay people, it's like, why? We already have it bad enough. <laughs> the punishment is we have to clean shit out of our pussies every time we want to fuck. Oh, Good. That's actually the right thing to do, I have to tell you. And it's yeah, not it's just gay guys doing just this. Just rude not to. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. It's a literal shit show. That's right. <laughs> right. I'm just... I, I, I got... You got to enjoy the process. I, that is, he's acting like this is a chore or something like that. Yeah. It's like it's all part of the process here. <laughs> Make it fun. I, I guess I'm the weird. I think shit is gross. So like, <laughs> I don't know why you want to incorporate it into your love. No, Andy, what he's saying is they think it's gross too. They don't want it on each other's peckers. I know, but it's just a whole ordeal that you got to go through. I got to explain through. this to Andy. I don't uh, think he's picking up on what he's putting down over just here. Just show him. Yeah. Fine. All right. Get over here. Yeah. I learned by doing, Carl. <laughs> your hands on. Yeah. When it comes to gay sex. All right. Fair enough. Okay, but uh, in clip 10, Jonathan's per- perception of straight sex is even crazier than oh. my perception of gay sex. Okay, interesting. Yeah, you, you 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 pump a parasite into a woman and it sucks the life out of her. Your yeah. sex is is in fact crazy. It's actually crazy if you think about straight sex and then giving birth, it's crazy. It's like a monstrous thing. Um, that's true. <laughs> Someone doesn't like babies. Yeah. I never Holy once shit. had sex with a woman hoping she would give birth. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very good point. Yes. Mirror... It doesn't happen immediately after yeah, either. Yeah. Nobody realizes that. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like a monster movie. Yeah. You're not in between sessions. You're just like, what the fuck is that? That's our kid. God damn it. Yeah. The, yeah, the parasite. The miracle of life that almost every species on the planet experiences is way crazier than reverse engineering a bowel movement. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely learned something. I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> and now I can't stop seeing it. Damn it. <laughs> I do have uh, a palate cleanse. I know we're all Please. horny now. Do you have anything left? I have something before your palate cleanse. Oh, okay, I have yeah. a, a make everybody want to die. This is going to be oh, um, Steve just saying some stuff. It's going to be clip 11. Okay. So a guy's just looking at me and they go, oh, I want that hunk of beef. Yes. I want to fuck that fat hole, that yeah. kind of stuff like that. 
everybody wants to fuck him, but only men. Yeah. <laughs> That's too bad. Because okay, he's kind of gay, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it works out. Although, is that like I just don't imagine wanting bottom? to fuck his fat hole. You can't imagine not wanting to I fuck his I can't imagine fat wanting to. That, that's the yeah. thing I'm at, too. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we're all in the same Are, thing. Is he just like playing that high pitch Eric elephant boy card where it's just like, I can't get laid by the opposite sex. So I'll just, I'll, I guess I'll just lean into trying to get some from guys, too. Maybe. I'll just try and get anything from girls or guys. That's all. That they both did that, right? My inbox is full of guys who want to fuck me. It's just not. Nah, I just have to keep <laughs> writing back, like, I appreciate it. It's not the thing I do, but I'm just so attractive to all these gay guys. Yeah, so, they yeah. want to fuck your fat hole. Right. Yes. I know. You, are you typing these emails? Yeah, it, was actually, it was actually me the whole time. <laughs> Damn it. I knew it. All right. Well. We've all gotten really horned up. <laughs> yes, but obviously. We're yeah. gonna survive. Oh wait, no, not November. Oh, I just hit the, <laughs> <at> the table. <laughs> yes, good. I brought that last clip, that uh, mm. the bonus one. Thank you. And this is going to get everybody set for no, not November. Hey, I'm Ash with Superfit Hero, and I am an Infinifit. Great name, by the way. And I wanted to tell you today about some of the things that I love about these super hold pieces. The first thing is the coverage in the underarm. I hate when a sports bra cuts me right in half there, but these come up nice and high. I also love, obviously, the... You could cut her in half for days and it wouldn't be enough. <laughs> yeah. The pockets. The, the, it's the, the perfect dimensions place. of her knees. It's like, I mean, that's like thigh meat hanging over yeah. your kneecaps, right? She's someone else who doesn't use halves. You know, she just rounds down. Attach yeah. <laughs> my phone when I'm moving around. And I love, love, love the rise of these. The front rise is nice and high and comfy. Oh, but- my God. Oh, my God. And she showed up. Hey, look at this fucking thing. No. No. It looks like she's got a, uh, like a inner tube under her pants there. Sure. Like, yeah, like a giant fanny pack in front. <laughs> when she turns, under her pants. When she turns to the side, look at the the slope of like where her ass is as it transitions into her front butt for those of you just or whatever that is yeah. very disgusting <laughs> could you imagine being a security guard at a store or something she's walking out like all right <laughs> your pants. you're not getting out of here put with all back that. that side of beef <laughs> you're not getting out of here with all that stuff <laughs> you're stealing two pillows <laughs> But the real star is in the back rise. They cover an ample booty nicely, even when I sit down. Ample. Whoa! (laughs) That's not a shape of a person. That's not a people shape. There's. That's not. Have you ever seen a people like that before? Other than Danzig, no. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) What the fuck is going on there? She looks like a ski slope. Kind of. Uh, one of the more challenging ones, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's a triple black diamond. Yeah. Is she still alive, Ash? I don't know. This is a year old. So I wonder I, if she's uh, still alive. I, I think hope we played is. that clip in uh, Philadelphia, actually. Oh, did we you? Did the live show. I, I, I almost vetted this. I was like, no, it's fine. It's still good. It's still it's good. All good. Okay. Yeah. You can watch Infinifit Ash all day. Show us how it's done. It's always good. All right. Are we ready to uh, move on? Is there anything else you guys want to play? From the clips, you guys both put a lot of work into this. I think we're all sexed Watch out at this point. Talk. Thanks, Andy. Our, <laughs> that was a cold shower we needed. Well, in that case, it's time for our... Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. This one comes in from Andrew. He says, longtime fan, just want to submit a potential cringe of the week. 
on Halloween, Joe Rogan and Elon Musk on his podcast, one hour, 24 minutes in, started eating anchovy and pineapple pizza. The sounds they made while eating the pizza made me gag. It was disgusting. I didn't know why they thought chomping out a pizza would be good podcasting, but that's what they did. Check it out if you can stomach it. So I tried to put this in the right spot and uh, let's check it out. <laughs> this is awesome. And uh, what's the name of this pizza place? Living Line. Pizza Leone. Pizza Leone? Yep. Shout out to Pizza Leone. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. This is some I really hit the spot. Right here. That's legit. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm no Dave Portnoy. I'm not like a <laughs> pizza analyst. He'll probably... I'm not going to rate it. It's excellent. This Portnoy really gets into pizza? Oh, man. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on? There's the biggest podcast in the world. What the fuck is going on right now? Hundred million dollars for this? I, if Trisha Paytas just started saying the N word, she could be as big as these guys. She's doing the same thing over there. <laughs> I don't think that's what Joe Rogan's known for. I know you just did an all apologies episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's known for other things besides that. Seen Portnoy's videos where he analyzes pizza. Oh my god, it was like a whole method. Okay. He's got a number system. All right. Oh, He's into the crust and the flop and all these different things. And wow. Yeah. Everybody knows the rules. <laughs> yeah. What do I- Elon Musk is not impressed with this Dave Portnoy thing that he's got going on. Oh, yeah, he likes pizza. Oh, cool. Numbers, yeah. you say. Yeah, no shit. That's yeah. Pretty Sounds like he's stuff. changing the world over there. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty crazy stuff there, Joe. Can we invest uh, astrophysics now? By, I just shot a rocket into space. Can we talk about that for a second? Or no, let's talk about pizza crust. Yeah. Pizza. Let's That's talk about fine. something the we flop. watched on TV last night. Yeah, why not? Everybody does that too, right? All right, guys. I want to talk real quick about our sponsor, Banana Bag. You've heard me talk about bananabag.org. Pharmacist formulated. It is a pharmacy dose vitamins and electrolytes packet that you pour into water. You drink it slowly. We're looking at the website right now. Use the promo code WATP for 25% off your purchase. And you're looking at the website, but what the heck? You're also looking at me, right? This is what the packets look like. You get a box of these. You empty it into some water. You drink it slowly before you go out drinking. And then you drink another one slowly the next morning. And it is a miracle if you don't want to be hungover, if you don't want to feel like shit, if you want to have energy and be productive for your day. I highly recommend it. And you can see the different options here. You can buy the six packs. You can buy the five packs. I have here the 30 pack. Is that orange or lime? This one is orange. Sweet orange. Do they sell banana flavor? They don't sell banana flavor. That seems like a missed opportunity. Then, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I personally like banana flavored things, so I'd be into it. But I like that, lime, though. Some people get turned off by that. It's also available on Amazon and Again, I recommend trying it. I actually had one today. I didn't drink yesterday, but I was feeling a little sluggish this afternoon. So I said, why don't I have me a little banana bag before the podcast today? And then Andy showed up. And I'm like, huh. But I felt better for that brief time in between finishing that beverage and Andy showing up. So I recommend it. Bananabag.org is where you want to go. WATP is your promo code for 25% off. And uh, for all of you, if you guys want to try this and you want to take some home and try it out, let the listeners know what you think. Please help yourselves 
before I, we leave. I actually have a question about banana bag. Please. You just said that I could buy a five pack or a six pack, right? Or more, yes. Or more. Yeah. Uh, can I buy a five and a half pack? Or <laughs> No, see? That's my point. Okay. That's my whole fucking six point. Who says then? five and uh, a half? Got it. <laughs> Someone with four and a quarter. <laughs> uh, they do have reviews here on the site, so don't take my word for it. Look at how well reviewed they are. Overwhelmingly five stars. 1,400 reviews, vast majority five star. Uh, and you can read through people who, unlike me, weren't paid to say how much they enjoyed this. So <laughs> that is worth checking out. Uh, bananabag.org. All right. We do have the great Mr. Magenta who sent this in. This is a song called The Man Who Has No Class. And this is what he wrote to me. I was inspired to do a Halloween parody song on Alice Cooper's The Man Behind the Mask, comparing John to Jason Voorhees and about how you shouldn't let your guard down just because he had quit podcasting. And then he fucking came back to podcasting yesterday. Oh, well, the song was already recorded. And now it's Halloween, so I decided to finish it anyway. Hope you enjoy it. So, picture, if you will, guys, two and a half days ago. <laughs> this will make a lot a of simpler time. Yes, this will make a lot of sense to all of you. You're with your bandmates down in Florida, and you're drinking white claws. You're half in the bag, but you're deep in Cape Coral. You think you're doing all right. Did you hear that voice? Did you taste that smell? A live a spotted face. This can't be real. I thought that they had scared the dabbler away. I don't play around. You're going to get it from me. Oh, but he's back. He's the man who has no class. <laughs> And he's after your cause, he's back. He's the man who has no class. And his liver's black as coal. If you see him stumbling, get away if you can. His stink glands will chase you down as fast as they can. He's a pretentious, retarded man. And he's drunk tonight, and he's watching you, and he knows your house. You better watch out. I know where you live. No, don't change that litter box. <laughs> oh, but he's back. He's the man who has no class. All right, very good, Mr. Magenta Did coming he's in. Say what? That's a spoof on? Does That's anybody... Alice Cooper. Yeah. I was going to say. The man behind the mask. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, all right. I think it's that end credits of Friday the 13th 6? <laughs> I don't know which one, but yeah. <laughs> okay. You kind of trailed off at the end there. I was unsure of myself. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'm scared. Now, I mentioned this earlier. I did Anthony Cumia's show yesterday with Eric Zane, and one of the things that we talked about that I brought to the show and at this point, unfortunately, because we record our shows on Saturdays and Wednesdays, this was big news Saturday evening into Sunday and then earlier in the week, Kevin Brennan getting a lot of publicity. And Kevin's getting all this publicity because Matthew Perry went and died in a hot tub. One of the funnier ways to die, I would have to say, right? When you think about it, it's a hard way to die. You have to be kind of out of it to do that. So Kevin Brennan tweeted out and... uh 
The New York Post picked this up. TMZ picked this up. So TMZ did this whole story about how Kevin put a link to the TMZ story of Matthew Perry dying, and he wrote, ha, 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 ha. That was what Kevin Brennan wrote. And so then people were picking up on that, and so that got Kevin to uh, double down, as the New York Post is saying here, because as they were reporting that he was being insensitive, so there's the original tweet, drowned in a hot tub, ha, 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 ha. He's like, no, I just thought of a funny joke. So then, yeah. so then people ask, well, why is it funny to drown in a, a hot tub? And Kevin Brennan, I guess they were expecting him to be like, I'm so sorry, that was insensitive. They don't know who Kevin Brennan is, obviously. So he just wrote back, because it's not very deep. Which is a pretty good answer. You could probably just stand up, you know, or sit up straight. And then you would avoid drowning to death in, in a hot tub. So that was kind of the point that that he was making. And now this is what's nuts about this is that this I just saw today. The the Daily Mail out of the UK, they're following him around now like paparazzi. Following around Kevin Brennan? Kevin Brennan. That's absurd. (laughs) So it says, exclusive ex-SNL writer Kevin Brennan is seen for the first time after mocking Matthew Perry's death as he hosts show where he jokes about getting detained about the friend star's death. So, yeah, he came back on uh, Misery Loves Company, and uh, I was watching. I wanted to see what was uh, was going on with that. And, of course, he's doing his victory lap. He's all excited. He's getting all of this attention. And look at this. They're actually, you know, he talks about how he wears his yellow helmet, and he rides his bike around <laughs> yeah. the city. And uh, they found him. There he is with the yellow helmet. Here he is riding back. He's got a couple of bags of groceries or something with them. He went to the store, <laughs> running some errands for his family, perhaps. I'm an idiot. <laughs> and there, there he is. All these candid. <laughs> I never thought a million would be looking at candid paparazzi photos of uh, Kevin Brennan. But hey, here we are. Internet trolls are just like us. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? So the reason why I bring this up is because if you guys aren't familiar, there was one person, maybe more than one person now that I think about it, who did not find this to be humorous. And that would be our friend Stuttering John Melendez. Now, Stuttering John thought that that was uh, inappropriate to share something like this. This is John. The first thing he said is how offended he was by these tweets from Kevin Brennan. Hey, Kev. Guess what? You're an asshole. Yeah. Okay. If you haven't been following the news, and I was planning on coming back today anyway, but if you haven't been following the news, Kevin Brennan thinks it's funny and okay that the day or the following morning that Matthew Perry you all know who he is, the friend star. Decides to tweet out, ha, 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 ha. And then goes, well, and then when Pete, and when he got some, um, some backlash, he goes, oh, well, he's a junkie. I, I think all junkies should die. Really? Really, Kevin? Why? Have you ever made a mistake in your life, Kevin? 
I think though. Thank you, Cracker Bob. You're welcome. He never says you're welcome. You've made a billion mistakes. The biggest of which you decided to enter show business, which you're really not. As fucking TMZ and Yahoo and everybody else says, you're a washed up comic. You're a hack. Okay, a couple of things. First off, that biggest mistake entering show business is a joke he does about Jackie Martling. So that's rehashed from that. Of Good one, John. He's still killing it with that one. Hack. Yeah. Well, also, the fact that he's calling Kevin a hack, but using Kevin's catchphrase and the way that Kevin says it in order to call him a hack <laughs> is ridiculous. It's almost like John DeMora. And this is all performative. Right. John's not really offended by this. No. no. I don't know if John knows this. For 16 years, he's on the Howard Stern Show. The Howard Stern Show was extremely offensive on purpose for the shock value of it, which is what Kevin is going for. And honestly, a tweet about laughing that Matthew Perry died is really not that shocking. But I mean, the most slow news day. Go ahead. No, you and I were messaging back and forth. I'm like, yeah, I just got caught up. What would it have been if it wasn't Kevin Brennan? Right. Inflation. They would have figured out something to talk about. It's just nothing. Well, but Kevin's the most offensive thing is that Kevin's tweet wasn't even funny. It's not even a joke. So it's funny you say that because John goes on to say when Gilbert was canceled after the tsunami in Japan and Gilbert had all those jokes, John goes, okay, that might have been too soon, but at least they were funny. But that's not the point. Whether or not, how funny the joke is, does that make it okay or not okay? Patrice O'Neill argued this about rape jokes when he was on television. They're like, yeah, but what if it's not a funny rape joke? It's like, well, it's all born from the same place. They're trying to be funny. You can't take it seriously. Maybe. The fact that you didn't think ha 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 was funny, I did. So whatever. <laughs> Who gives a shit if you thought it was funny or John thought it was funny? Right. It has nothing to do with that. So anything. if you don't laugh, you're offended. He's making light of a situation that maybe shouldn't be made light of. But this has happened many times before. There's yeah. way more serious things in the world than a junkie from Friends who was a you know a huge star in movies and, and TV died because he was irresponsible. Yeah. I'm supposed it- to feel terrible about this? <laughs> I don't know. Ask Ari Shafir how it's going. Well, right. Ari's known for doing this, yeah, quite a bit as well, and he's taken a lot of heat for it. But what's happened here, Shuley's already pointed this out. I pointed this out on uh, tax yesterday. What's happening here is that John hasn't gotten a bump like Kevin just got in a very long time since the Trump phone call, prank phone call. So John is, A, seeing this as an opportunity, and B, a little jealous. But what he really is doing here, and he's an idiot because he took this episode down immediately, so you can't really find it. But what he wants to have happen is he wants TMZ to be like, Stuttering John from the Howard Stern Show says, Kevin went too far. And here's the clip. Like, he had it all in his head. and Because he this goes out for 20 minutes, and he's animated. He's just like, you're not funny, Kevin! He's like, actually, we fucking play that. Why not? Because he gets, he gets real animated here. I played all these clips yesterday, but I'll play some of them again. Did Matthew Perry have problems? Yeah. Do many people in this world have problems? Yes. Do some, do some resort to pills and alcohol? Yes. Does that make them deserving of death? No. And who the fuck are you to fucking be the arbiter of what is fucking right or wrong? In society. Who the fuck are you? Is Stuttering John acting right now? Yes. yes. <laughs> Does Stuttering John mean this? No. I hate when he asks himself questions yeah, and then answers yeah. them. Why do people do that? Is that a normal thing? Have you ever been in the conversation with someone who did that in a normal conversation? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> <You> liar. 
Did I appreciate it? No. No. <laughs> oh, it's so fucking enraging. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> Have you ever heard the expression too soon? <laughs> he wanted to go viral. He should have sh- jiggled his titties around like mint salad. That's right. how you go viral. Then it works. So someone brought up to him the fact that Howard Stern was talking about fucking uh, man cow's father's skull right after man cow's father died. And John's response to that was, I don't remember that. I don't, I, I don't remember that happening. It doesn't matter if you remember it or not. You were on the fucking show. You don't know that Howard Stern said very outrageous things that are wildly offensive for shock value and comedic value. And now you're all appalled, clutching his pearls. Kevin Brennan, that's so mean. Matthew Perry, oh, that's so mean. He made me giggle when I watched Friends. <laughs> Everybody's best friend, Matthew Perry. Ugh. They were playing clips of Matthew Perry from Friends on the Drew and Mike show. The character he played, no one would hang out with this guy. He's just a dick to everyone all the time. Just a sarcastic prick. All the little clips they play, I realize he didn't write the jokes. They're not good. But all the clips they play, it's just like, why are they friends with him? Yeah. He's just being mean for, for no reason. And also, Matthew Perry in real life almost died five times from yes. drugs and alcohol. Like, yeah. It was ruining his life. surgeries is, and things. It yeah. just caught up to him at this point. Well, hold on, Andy. He was playing pickleball. And then he got in the jacuzzi. It has nothing to do with drugs or alcohol here. I know. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what the fuck is actually It was an energetic going on. Yes, he, he got things going a little too much. So John goes out and be like, it, he's so, it's so obvious and so transparent. Do you think that Matthew Perry's friends and family would appreciate seeing that tweet? Well, first off, I doubt they're following... Kevin Brennan. Yeah, let's see what jokes are online right now. <laughs> right, yeah. Actually, I saw Gilbert not long after he got canceled, and he made that joke. He had this great setup for it, and he's like, and then all these Japanese people went on Twitter and looked up my name. It's like, nobody who you guys are upset for saw this or were offended by it. And it's funny, because the TMZ article looks like it was written by someone who hates Kevin Brennan. It could have been his brother, Neil, because all it talks about is how famous Neil is and how unfamous Kevin is. <laughs> and it even says in there, it's just like, now that a lot of people saw it, he's only got 5,900 followers on Twitter. It's like, just taking shots at him. It's really, it's kind of funny. It's worth checking out if you haven't seen the TMZ article. But Kevin's very happy about all of this, obviously. He's getting publicity. And he's the, a bunch of the places that were writing about him, Yahoo, Daily Mail, uh, different places. Uh, oh, New York Post were mentioning his podcast. So he was very happy about that. So then John goes on to explain that uh, Kevin is a narcissist because narcissists make things about themselves. You know, the fact that Kevin, in this time when Matthew Perry's friends and family are hurting and Kevin's going out there making it about himself. And then John, you can't write a script like this, immediately makes it about himself. The guy who claims he's not a narcissist. You don't give a fuck about anyone but yourself, you narcissistic prick. Because all you give a shit is about yourself. Look how much money I'm making. I'm watching a show, and he's fucking celebrating fucking that he made it into the newspaper in New York Post. The New York Post. (sighs) Kevin, I got to do this for you. I've been in the New York Post hundreds and hundreds of times. Okay? Amazing. All right? John, that's so nefarious of you. I'm not even a nefarious And you're celebrating getting mentioned in the New York Post? (laughs) Really? That that is pathetic. Pathetic. I've been in so many major... Fucking, I've been in Rolling Fucking Stone, you idiot. Nobody knows pathetic like me. Times, you idiot. And you're celebrating some hack joke, not even a joke. 
in the New York <laughs> fucking Post. Again, the quality of the joke. No. I know. So it back joke. to that. You're a hypocrite. Joe, when was the last time you were in Rolling Stone? I've been reading it for years. I haven't seen your name in that. What's going on? I was actually just going to ask when the last time he was in New York Post was. Yeah, even, New York which Post. Is still, I mean, I, like, New York Times. Probably the Trump, Trump call. Like, it was yeah. literally the Trump call. It was the last time he got yeah. picked up for anything. And the only reason why that was picked up, and it was like a day after it happened, is because, I don't know if you guys remember this, when Trump was the president, the media was looking for things that Trump did that were dumb, and they would amplify them. I don't remember. As that. much as possible. I don't know. So John's call was a disaster. It wasn't funny, and any, he didn't even like throw in a Baba Booey at the edge or something to Nothing. make it a, a prank call. It was such a wasted opportunity. It was such a wasted opportunity. He talked about two actual issues as if he was Bob Menendez <laughs> with Trump. And what about this border thing? And uh, they just talked realistically about it. it was so stupid. And John was celebrating himself, but the only reason why it was picked up is because he did get Trump to call him back, thinking it was Bob Menendez, which is pretty crazy. But that's the reason why I got picked up because everyone hated Trump. If Joe Biden called up Stuttering John, no one would be talking about it. He'd be like, well, I see now. What are you going to do? Guy doesn't know how to dial a phone. What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> but that's the last thing that John did that really got him any juice. And he really wants that to happen again. It's not happening for him. And so I got some really bad news for Kevin. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back, Kev. And every fucking, every show I'll be calling your ass out. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, every show he's going to be calling out Kevin Brennan. I know what that's like, Kevin. You don't want that, man. You don't want that heat from Centering John. He's going to get you good. Look out for that. Because you know who else is on his radar right now is me. Guys, he's coming to Rochester in just a few short months. <laughs> just a couple seasons away. A few long months from now. <laughs> yep. And uh, he's he's geared up for it. Shannon Duffy, happy you're back, John. Showing off those guns. Oh, believe me. I'm pumping. I'm getting ready. Believe me. I'm getting ready for my show in Rochester. Penis pumping? <laughs> on, on March 10th. And I am fucking ready for my show in Rochester. And gonna we are going to do a 10-minute roast of fucking Lady K. And I'm going to get a Lady K lookalike <laughs> to sit in the fucking crowd, sit on the stage with me with big snaggle teeth and that fucking lumberjack shirt of his. Scowler! What kind of strategy is this, I first know. of all? Could you imagine? He's going to pick out some guy who probably isn't feeling great about himself, right? <laughs> yeah. he got horrible teeth. He's going to dress up like an idiot. And then we're going to make fun of you for 10 minutes. What is this page? He brings his son up there. God damn, <laughs> come on. Fuck? Why'd you stop this shit? Why is he doing yeah, this Yeah, 95% someone? of the crowd doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about either. But why would he do this to some, like, do it to me? <laughs> you're mad at me, John. Why are you doing it to some rando <laughs> that you're fighting that you're saying looks like me? First off, he's offended just because he's like, yeah, you kind of look like this guy. Like, I do? Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucked up right there. There, sir. Yeah, and then I'll be roasting you for another 10 minutes after that. What? What the, the fuck? Random people may beat you up. <laughs> All right. So somebody messaged John and says, hey, if you want to roast Carl, just do it in person. He lives down the street. I'm right down the road from the yeah. copy at the Carlton. I can get there very, very easily. If you're going to do a roast to Lady K and invite the real Lady K, why? We'll <laughs> get a, to that later. That's what a roast Don't is. Don't get me off topic. That's the topic. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing, John. If you're going to roast someone, why, why do it to their face? Because that's what a roast is. Yeah. And I don't know if you know this, 
But typically at a roast, the other person gets to roast you back again. Oh, that's it's why not I won't just do it. Correct. Yeah. He doesn't want to hear my uh, response. It's going to be an hour of me hitting Lady K and Shuli Pinatas. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. He's swinging at defenseless well, effigies. That's what his show has turned into because he's yelling at Kevin Brennan as if he's talking to Kevin Brennan. He's not. He's, t- he's yeah. talking into his laptop. Yeah, Kevin is not watching this. Kevin's not watching. He doesn't give a fuck. And he's yelling as if he's scolding Kevin Brennan. He's yelling at me as if he's scolding me. And John has proven he's terrible in the actual debate with someone one-on-one. I've done it twice with him, maybe three times if you count the first MLC. And John's terrible at it. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. To the point where John quit podcasting after our second episode, then came back, did a whole show, rebutting all the things that I said when I wasn't there. Yeah. I was like, now that Carl's gone, let me tell you why he's an idiot. Yeah. I was here two days ago. We could have <laughs> talked about Best debate this. ever. <laughs> I could have talked about all these things. All right. So then uh, Rick U3220 says it again to him. Thank you, Rick U, for doing this. Look, I don't care how much you want to lick fucking Lady K's balls, dude. Okay? But... Look, I'm telling you right now, and it's not a threat. This is not a threat. Okay. I'm just saying that. I'll murder him. It's better. How could I say this? <laughs> Legally. It's better for obvious reasons why it's better he doesn't show. Okay. I'm not saying I'm going to do anything. I'm just saying that it's, it, it, it's, it's better for obvious reasons that he doesn't show. Yeah, obviously. For you. I don't think I love Vinny Paulino. He's a great man wow. with a big heart, and I don't think Vinny would appreciate. Enlarged is the word. But I, I'm not speaking for you, Vinny. Do not get mad at me. I don't think Vinny would appreciate if Lazy K showed up. I don't think he would. This is my event. Uh, I talked to Vinny. He said, "Carl, you can come." Because <laughs> yeah. it's ridiculous Because what happens is John is all over Twitter We're going to get into that in a minute He's all over Twitter goofing on me He's finding all these old photos of me From my company and company outings and things And he's just ripping on me nonstop. But I'm blocked so I can't see any of this So then when I saw the, the tweet that he put out Where he said he's going to do a 10 minute roast To a Carl lookalike I'm like well then I'm going to show up I mean how long am I supposed to be able to just Sit back where I can't see what he's doing and have him rag on me. Everything I do ragging on him, I put up on the internet. He could see it. I've invited him onto my show. We've talked face to face. John is such a pussy. They're just like, well, I want to rip on Carl, but not if Carl's that because he might have some things to say. Yeah, You're yeah. pretty much instructing him on how to do it better. Right. Yes. So now he's telling me that it'd be better if I didn't show up, but not really explaining why. Wait, so if you go, can you get a picture with the Carl lookalike? Because oh, I would really like that. That'd be funny to see if people can figure out which one's which. <laughs> I <laughs> Post that on the internet. Are the obvious reasons that he will be upset if you're there and yeah. then probably will have a bad show? It's not like he's going to beat you up or something. But He'll if, just be mad that you're there. If he has yeah. the excuse to use Carl as the reason that he had a bad show, then it doesn't matter that he has a bad show because he's going to have a bad show. Right. Then he should want me. Yeah, exactly. It's right, going to be yeah. a bad show. I anyway. have a bulletproof excuse. Because he's not good at doing shows. So it'd be better if I was there. And then he could be like, Carl was there. He wasn't supposed to be there. And I wanted to fight him. So really, you'd be time. helping him by showing up. That's how I feel about it, too. That's why I'm going. Good. That's good, why my good. official stance right now is see you on March 10th. Can I sign Johnny up to boy. be the lookalike? I'll just Ooh. get some teeth and a flannel You'll get shirt. some what? Can we... <laughs> <laughs> Can we all be Carl lookalikes? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's you all know what? Cosplay. All right. Oral. How about this? Oral. How about I fix my teeth out of spite? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I go to the oral surgeon. I'm like, I'm really mad at someone. Fix my teeth for me. Then no one will recognize you. Earl <laughs> shows up with veneers. Yeah. Now okay. what are you going to talk about, Stuttering John? <laughs> all right. So that was on his Monday show, and it was a lot about me, mostly about Kevin Brennan. He's all upset about Kevin Brennan. You know, the dues pay us slash shit way gets brought up. From time to time. It's really the three of us. Phil Elmore now is entering into the conversation of people that John's angry with. What does he call him? Philip Eatmore? Eatmore. Philip Eatmore. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Pretty good stuff. He didn't come up with Or Kung Fu Panda. I like Kung Fu Pick Panda. One. Hack yeah. the Kung knife. Food Panda. Hack Kung the Food knife. Panda. Yeah. yeah. Hack the knife. <laughs> All right. So John has a brand new show. This is exciting. He comes out on Halloween on Tuesday. With his brand new show. Today, by the way, is a new show that I call Twitter Tuesday. Yes, Twitter Tuesday. (laughs) Where we go through my Twitter stream and I talk about all the idiots and the good people. That sounds really lazy. (laughs) It really does. Guys, I got a new show where you can watch me look through Twitter. And be defensive. It's pretty yeah, much right. what I do. It's literally we're seeing what he's doing when he's not doing his show. Yeah. This is what he's doing. He's on Twitter, getting mad, loving what Muttering Jay is saying, mad at me, <laughs> posting a photo. This is what Patrick Michael was doing last week. Yes, you're right. I got a new show where you can watch me yell at clowns. <laughs> Live Google Thursday. Check that <laughs> out. People involved. Oh, but man, Lady K. Oh, boy, did you fuck with the wrong guy. Oh, you don't know. Who'd you fuck with? I don't know. You don't know what you fucked with. (laughs) You don't know what you're saying. Yeah. And I'll get into you. Believe me. Believe me, you have no fucking idea what can of worms you got yourself into because you're not the only one with unnamed sources. I got plenty. Like ex girlfriends. John's been mad at me for five years. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, now he's going to unleash it on me. I'm supposed to be nervous. This is the thing that John does. He plays the same things over and over again, thinking that I'm going to react differently this time. He's already done this many times before. Carl, I'll release all the info I have on you. Release it. John, we can only laugh so hard. Yeah, I know. know. Like, yeah, well, one thing at a time, but still, <laughs> stop it with this shit. I think he's just throwing shit at the wall. Like, right. oh, yeah. your ex girlfriend got in touch with, and you're going to go on here like, oh, she's a liar. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, he already was claiming that he was talking to my wife. This right. was last year before he left the internet. Well, that's what I mean. It's yeah. just like unfounded bullshit. Yeah, just making shit up. I think he created a sock account that was my wife's name, and he was tweeting back and forth with her. So it's like none of the things that he says are true, so I'm not like buying that. But also, if there are people reaching out to him saying they're ex-girlfriends, they're fucking with him. Right. Because I know my ex-girlfriends. They're not following the devil first. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> none of them give a fuck about the devil first. It's not a thing. Stuttering who? Yeah, they, they don't give a shit. Oh, yeah, no, Carl liked Howard Stern. Yeah, no, okay, so he was on that. And then what do you want me to say? Yeah. What, what do you want? And you're who again? Yeah, who gives a shit? And he, the cartoon villainy thing that he's doing is fucking hilarious to me. This, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, Gargamel, yeah. right? 
But he, he does think that I'm going to cower because I think these are the things that he'd be afraid of. He probably has some things he's done in his life. He doesn't want getting out there. <laughs> daily. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he puts out things he doesn't want out there daily. But I'm pretty sure that he, he thinks, this is what I've learned about John. Every tactic he uses are ones that would work on him. So when he threatens me with these different things, he's like, oh, I know I'd be shaking in my boots if someone said they talked to my ex-girlfriends. About how small my dick is, how it doesn't work. Like, okay, talk to all my ex-girlfriends, John. I'm not worried about it. Go for it. You know, I, I don't know that that's going to be a good tactic for you. But he is ready to play. Some people don't like you that much there, Carl. Not everybody's your friend. You might think they are, but they're not. You want to see my phone right now? You want to see my phone and all the people? <laughs> it out. Feeding me shit right now mm -hmm. on you. Yeah, I believe that part. You thought it was fun when it was me trying to filter all your horse shit through muttering Jay. Well, guess what? Payback time. Paybacks are a bitch. Do it as me better. We have a lot of Mexican listeners. Yeah. He's not pronouncing that correctly, right? Yeah. I want the Mexican uh, listeners to go ahead and call in, let us know. I like how he pulled out his phone like a, like a guy with a fake badge. Like, yeah. I'm stuttering John with the uh, female body inspector. <laughs> I knew you were going to it real quick. <laughs> That's the dumbest threat I've ever heard about. Do you want to see my phone? Yeah, sure. People are messaging you shit about <laughs> yeah. me. What, what do you mean? What do I'm you like, think? Car Carl. He's got a phone. <laughs> you better back down. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, we were all just making jokes over here, Johnny. Relax. Jesus Christ. What a fucking idiot. Do you want to see my phone? <laughs> Do I want to see all people emailing you? Everyone knows his email address. So he's getting all these emails from people, probably Susie and Melissa and Brenda and Michelle. I dated Carl and blah, 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 like defeating him all this bullshit, which keep that going, please. I hope the job yeah. thinks he's got a lot of dirt on Producer me. Christine had some things to say. <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be very fun. All right. So I want to save this drop for future reference. Producer Chris is our note taker in this show. Mm -hmm. If you could just write this down, let's make sure we never get rid of this. I want to be able to play it in the future, probably near future. I will never give up, ever, ever. But thank you, Bo. I am not a quitter. Never will be, never have been. You left the internet for eight months <laughs> just this year. And then you left again. I, just I, I don't remember that. Just last week. He's no. like, I, I don't quit. One thing I don't do is quit. You take your ball and go home whenever you want to. What are you talking about? You know what I always say? Rehab is for quitters. <laughs> well, right. I, I get that. I get that's the part he's not quitting. But the internet, he quits all the time, it seems like. Anyway, I thought that'd be fun to have for the next time he quits. So this is just a fun clip of John wiping his nose. Not once. Not twice. Not thrice. But four times. <laughs> but Frice. He doesn't one. say anything. He just sits there. Two. Mm. Three. Four. Yeah. I think you got it. Good job. <laughs> I like the very beautiful. With authority. Yeah. Watch out. Oh, man. I'd hate to be his producer. Whoa. Jeez. Watch it with that. His green thing. screen is green. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> watch it with that shit. It's just Jesus made Christ. Up of it's very Two graceful. million boogers. <laughs> okay. So someone requests a song about the dues payer, Shuli Egar. And John pulls out the guitar. Stuttering John Melodies? Now, John is going to make up a song for us on the spot. It goes on for a long time. So what I've done is I've sped up some parts so that we can get through it together. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you. No problem. I just want to point out before we play this, there is no way John is a musician. I wish he could hear the wrong notes he's playing. He obviously cannot, or he would stop. I don't know if he doesn't know how to strum an open chord or if his guitar is out of tune, but either way, what are you doing? This is embarrassing. This is the guy who actually said that he was a better guitarist than me. <laughs> and I'll say it again, March 10th. And actually, here, here are the, the ground rules to see who's a better guitarist. John can send me any song he's written and played guitar on. And I can send him any song I've written and played guitar on. We have to learn each other's songs. Why don't we start with a tuning contest? Okay, let's start with a tuning contest first. Let's see uh, how he does with this. Stuttering John Melodies. Can we get a, a, a do song? A do song. Where's my guitar? All right, we'll start with finding your guitar. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. He's a dues payer. Do you see what I mean? This guy, Atlantic Records is rolling in their grave right now. This guy is, talks about how he's a fucking musician. He hit that first chord. All you guys went, whoa, what's going on? He didn't stop to think like, oh, let me just check out that B string. Is that... Is that where it should be? It sounds like my nephew just like picking up a guitar and yeah. like not knowing what to do with it. Just, oh, this say. looks fun. It sounds like Nick Bait. Yeah. Yes. I freaking hate <laughs> It's the same fucking song. All right. Let's get back to it. He is a dues payer and a shit wayer. And we don't know why, what he did to pay his dues. Okay. <laughs> uh. Dues payer and a shit wayer. We don't know what he did to pay his dues. Yeah, we heard that one. getting better yeah why isn't he fighting in israel <laughs> taking on hummus hummus <laughs> taking on hummus. hummus why is he taking on hummus in israel <laughs> in the gas get the strip. fuck out <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know why <laughs> Because he just might cry And run to security like he did to me. <laughs> not bad. Come on. Off the cuff. Uh, terrible. Shannon, <laughs> I just bad. wrote that. Just <laughs> and now it's catchy already. He's a deuce player. He's a shit player. Come on. That's called talent. He can't really believe that. I think he does. I think he believes that. I think he does too. Yeah. 
Otherwise, I think that was the most sincere thing that I've ever heard him say, actually. That is how delusional this guy is. John acts like he has self-awareness. John, listen back to that. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? That's the worst thing anyone's ever heard. That guitar sounded like it was being played underwater. Yes. It was, it was being tortured. Insane. Yeah. That, that guitar yeah. tapped at a certain point. Is he killing that guitar? Yeah. Yes, son. So he goes through multiple victory laps after this, and, t- and he, like, re-sings the chorus. He's like, that's a good hit. That's, oh, a, that's a catchy hit. I, I bet he can't remember how, how it went. Yeah, you know, that, that's pretty good. Dude, it's pale shit. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's a really good melody right there. <laughs> So then people are fucking with him in his chat, which he should be aware of at this point. Everyone giving him money is fucking with them. But he really thinks that this song was good. Anthony Torito, thanks for the five bucks. Hell yeah, John, that song rocks. Keep, keep crushing them boys and roast them. Hey, come on. That quickly, I'm Hack Davis. That quickly, I came up with a song at the request of Shannon Duffy and immediately, what up? Fucking fault. Without pause, I come up with a song. So he's taking requests. <laughs> yeah. So maybe a good business model for him. His whole thing now with Shuli is that why isn't Shuli going back to Israel to fight <laughs> the Hamas? <laughs> <The hummus>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which which is crazy. I mean, Shuli's not twenty two years old. I don't think they're looking for a guy who's been in America for forty years. To come back and fight for him, but he's calling him a pussy for that. But real quick, I know Cardiff and John are uh, besties, or maybe they're not. I don't know. It's hard to tell what's going on in this crazy world. But uh, I want to get your take real quick on this. He's a juice pair. <laughs> <laughs> Cardiff has sounded a thousand times better than what yeah, John was way playing too good, on his man, guitar. Way too good. Thank you for the reminder to tune my guitar. Thank yes. You. <laughs> it makes a big difference. How does John not hear that? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Maybe cotton balls. Maybe. Know. All right. I'll, I'll bring you back in a moment there, Kurt, if I don't want to torture you with any more of this. <laughs> Thank you. I knew Cardiff would know what the fuck Cordy was trying to play, yeah. for Christ's sake. Also, someone brought this up a couple weeks back, but Deucepair isn't that bad of a nickname. Maybe it was OJ or someone. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, lay off it. If you paid your dues, that's that's good. Well, the funniest part about it is that John's literally the one comic who didn't pay his dues. He's the one guy who used the Howard Stern show to start the Stuttering John and Friends tour where he brought in all these comics who were actually funny, who filled all the time, and he took most of the money and put his name on it. Like, mm-hmm. that's basically, John should not be pointing this out at all. Yeah. <laughs> he did not pay his dues. He had right. a stutter, got hired sight unseen because he had a stutter, went on to answer phones, which is mainly what he did at the Howard Stern show. And then he's been hanging on coattails ever since. Yes. And uh, here's another ISO for us. Let's not forget about this one. This is content. <laughs> okay. So this is a great question that uh, comes in on the Super Chat asking John what his proudest moment is recently, whether it was pussing out on the IQ test with Blind Mike or welching on the bet with Alex Stein. (laughs) And I went ahead and I pulled in one of Alex Stein's recent tweets on here to show you what uh, Alex has to say about what he's saying. Lily Small, Elise, thanks five bucks. What was your proudest moment of the last month? Welching on a bet with Alex Stein or... Pussing out of the IQ test challenge to blind Mike. I didn't pussy out on any IQ t- challenge. I will still do it, but he's got to set it up. And Alex Stein has not reached out to me. I don't know if there's a bet. Everybody tells me we made a bet. I don't remember it. 
So I put up the tweet here from Alex Stein from just uh, this Monday when he was saying this, saying, it's incredibly hard to ask for my money when at Centering John M has me blocked on every platform imaginable, even blocked my phone. So this is the guy they were doing shows together and shit, and then John got all butthurt, and now won't pay him the $100 he owes him over the sports bet. After he chased you and ridiculed you for yeah, before days he even had to proof. weeks. Before he even yeah. had proof that he asked OJ anything. He was telling me I needed to pay up. And then as soon as the video came out that he had nothing to do with, someone else found it, I paid him the, the money. Yeah. John owes Alex Stein. Everyone knows it. Everyone's telling John that. He knows it, too. He bet him $100 the Braves would win the World Series. They didn't. It's looking like the Rangers are going to. So the other thing here, though, is I love that somebody goes, you puss out on the IQ test. And John goes, I didn't puss out. We played the audio on here. He's like, we're not doing it anymore, Mike. You got your 15 minutes. All right, that's enough for you. Yeah. Get out of here. It's like, no, you definitely pussed out on the IQ test. And he, again, I'll point this out because Mike's my buddy. We've talked about this a few times. John challenged Mike. Mike wasn't just like, I bet you don't even have a high IQ. Like, this was John's idea. And then it's like, okay, I'll accept your challenge. Okay, but you set it all up. You do all the legwork and figure it out. It's like, and they're still willing to do it. Hack Ride and Mike are still just like, yeah. all right, fine. We'll fucking do it. Yeah, you want somebody else to take the test for you, too? Well, right. Probably the best yes, idea you ever had. Exactly, <laughs> well, exactly right. what is wanted. I'd love to see who, who he has, though, in his corner. Yeah. I have a proxy. Joey C. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of Joey C., Joey C. and John had a falling out again this week. You don't it's, say. It's crazy. They were friends. They are friends. I don't know what happened, but John is doing his show Monday night, and he's doing this fake routine about being outraged over Kevin Brennan, and Joey C. is texting him because Joey C. wants to come on the show. And John's like, I don't need this right now. Ah, I'm too angry. So he's all mad at Joey C. So then I guess Joey C. sent him an email or something that, that John didn't like, and... Also, I guess Joey C gave his number to someone. Anyway, whatever it is. John's all upset with Joey C now. But he talks about um, him and Joey C have something in common. Don't threaten me. All right? I'm from New York. You're not the only one with mob ties, okay? Don't threaten me. All right? I don't like that. Once again, John is saying he has mob ties, so don't threaten him, which is a threat. I don't know if John realizes that because it's kind of stupid. When you say, I have mob ties, don't fuck with me, you're threatening people. That was a threat to Joey C. Right there. And to the mob. Well, <laughs> please don't associate yourself we've with We've pointed us. this out many times. And yeah. actually, I don't. I might have the voicemail on here. I don't remember if I did or not. But someone sent me a note saying, remember we played on Easy For You To Say, part 17. He was talking about how he was having dinner with Joe Pesci. And Joe Pesci was explaining the, am I a clown to you? Part was from something he observed, Joe Pesci, observed at a bar with an actual mobster doing that to an underling. And so he brought that to Scorsese, and they worked it into the movie. And John said that Joe Pesci told him that story. It's on the director's cut of Goodfellas. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who watches the director's cut has heard that story. So it's not like hey, I got this exclusive information out of Joe Pesci. But we also had a nice dinner. <laughs> it's like he just happened to watch Goodfellas, and he's just like, and then Joe Pesci told me. Sure he did, John. Sure he did. He told me over the TV. Yeah. So John believes everything he reads. Now, here's the new big thing that's going on. And I got to thank my, my good, good friend, Vince the Lawyer, for bringing this up to everyone. That my second home in Florida that I'm not in very often, we rent out when I'm not there living there. It seems like a pretty good investment. That's why I bought a second house was to rent it out and have another revenue stream coming in. Well, John 
has decided because he knows that I'm renting it out. It proves that I'm poor. This is what poor people do. They buy a second home somewhere that's <laughs> nice. People like to vacation, buy a pool heater for the second home, and then rent it out. This is what poor people do, according to John. So now this uh, Shayna McBean is going to tell John that I am scared people are talking about renting my house. I'm not. Please rent my house. It's fine. It's actually all locked up for the wintertime, but rent my house starting in May. It's it's available. Um, but Shayna is going to tell John that I'm all scared and I've taken the house off the market because of this. <laughs> Shayna McBean. Thanks for the five bucks. Call a removed house from Verbo as you said he would. I knew it because he's a coward. And Mr. Marketing Genius doesn't realize how stupid that is. You're gonna, you're the man attacking everybody in the Dabbleverse, and you think that someone's not gonna fuck with your house? It's only a matter of time, dummy. Now he's renting it for six k a month. Oh, I thought you were self-made millionaire, Lady K. Have I ever said that? <laughs> over and over. I'm so sick of it. Okay. And when have you been attacking everybody in the Dabbleverse? No, I don't. Hasn't it just been one guy? I, I literally host many, many shows, and almost everyone in the Dabbleverse is on them. That's yes, insane. Right. I don't know what he's talking about. Now you're renting it for six Gs? Someone must need money. <laughs> So now I can rent your house for six G's a month? Well, you can't. You would need $6,000. <laughs> the guy who didn't have light in his house. He doesn't have furniture he in his house. Yeah. He didn't have a light fixture or furniture in his house in Florida. Now he's calling me poor. Sleeping on an air mattress. <laughs> oh. He wouldn't have over hot chicks to his house because he was embarrassed at how disgusting it was. He had to call the police on them or threaten to. <laughs> threaten to call the police. They're about to make fun of me and yeah. uh, they need to go. But this is insane. Because he's saying that I'm hard up for money. This is the same guy who drove for Uber. And when he finally admitted that and that he was embarrassed by it, he's like, well, who doesn't want some extra money? And when he first started substitute teaching and got called out, he's like, well, yeah, I mean, I, who doesn't want to make a little bit of extra money? I'm running out my house for $6,000 a month, and I'm the poor person. I'm not driving for Uber, John. Good. I'll do the squeegee on your bed. Huh? What, he's renting it? That's what he's saying. Yeah. Oh. You want me to do that? I would never do that. Well, I could do the squeegee. I do that in my own bed. Right, I couldn't afford so the rent. I do it in yours? But still, I mean, now you're going to rent it for six grand? Fans can now visit for free as prospective renters. Well, thank you for the intel, Shana. Maybe I'll do that. Me and Hitman Dan, his dad lives over there. You know, we'll go and check it out. Check out the water in the pool. Man, how desperate for cash are you, fucking Lady K, that you got to rent your house for six months? I laugh at you. I'm laughing at you. And we're going to have a lot of laughs at your expense when I pull up Twitter Tuesday. <laughs> and I want to thank Muttering Jay. Now, hey. That's a little tease for uh, for things to come here. But John doesn't know anything about finances if he thinks that buying a house and renting it out is a bad idea. He makes it sound like you're still there. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I'm like, hey, guys. You're trying you, to sleep. Can you keep it down after 10? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. my wife and I are going to bed right now. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. Yeah. But it gets crazier than that. So his threat was he's going to jerk off in my bed. That was his. He's going to rent it out for $6,000 for a month and jerk off in my bed. John, 
I might change the sheets. I know yeah, you're yeah. not familiar with this concept, <laughs> but we might change the sheets. I'm uh, just pointing that out. service involved. We might burn them, actually. Well, this is where it gets really fucking stupid. This is John's big threat to me in my house. He's a fucking hypocrite. And maybe I'm going to rent your house for a month, Lady K. I could afford the six Gs. Ooh, that'd be a fun month. That'll be a fun month. Yeah, take my dates there. Yeah. Less than two miles from his own house. Some anal sex, maybe she'll crap all over the walls. Who knows? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, he's going. This is his threat now. He's going to bring dates there. I'm already like, well, I didn't think you could afford the $6,000 for a month, but I definitely know he can't bring a date back there and then fuck them in the ass. But let's listen to that again. This is John's grand scheme that's going to be like, oh, no, he's got me. You know, I have some anal sex. Maybe she'll crap all over the walls. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun. Does John know how working through Verbo or any type of property management rental company works? You're going to lose your deposit. It's completely John. anonymous. <laughs> yeah, right. No First checking. off, they're going to know who you are. Yeah. Secondly, I'm not the one cleaning my house afterwards. I have a company that does that. <laughs> this isn't my poop. Yeah. We'll just charge you extra for the mess you made. <laughs> what it will do you be th- easy to track you down. Yeah, it's going to be very easy to know who did this. Does he think he's scaring me? John's tactics are the fucking worst ever. Also, John, you said you were going to do this on the internet yet again. Yeah, I know, right? There's <laughs> shit on the walls. We're going to know who probably put it there. It's, it's insane to me. Plus, if you're going to run it for a month at a time, you can run it for less time. He doesn't know what he's talking about. But if you're going to run it for a month at a time, you do have to put a deposit down. So, John, rent it. I'm inviting you to run. It's right down the street from your house. You want a house with furniture in it and TVs on the wall? Yeah. Come on, there's light fixtures. There's a pool, a canal in the back. Is the green screen still there? <laughs> there is a green screen. All right. Yeah. There you go, man. You got, got it all. Every, he's got everything he could possibly want. <laughs> all right. So let's move on to John explaining how he can't believe people think that he's a drunk. And he's going to prove that he's obviously not an alcoholic. But somehow, I'm the, I'm the drunk. Really? Let's see. It's almost noon. Have I had any alcohol? No. Not a drop. What? Got us there. I'll sober you under the table. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's almost noon. Have I had yeah. any alcohol? He had but to think about it. as soon as it hits noon. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's ever clear time. It's five o'clock somewhere and I'm not even drunk yet. Oh, my God. Is that insane? Yes. He's really losing the plot on all of this. He's amazing. I'm going to play a clip. Again, I sped this one up. This one I sped up to 4X speed. Okay? Because John decides he's going to look for something on the internet, and he can't find it. But remember, this is John's show. This is the show that he's doing. He should be prepared, know where the stuff is, and if he doesn't, don't do that. Because it's not working out for you. <laughs> uh, let me see if I can find it through mentions, fact of meals. Let's see if I can just find it here. Okay, let's see. Let's see if we find it. Uh, uh, now he's old. Now he's old. I can't find it right now. Well, somebody finds it. What's not me? What's not me? I did not. I did not get Four X speed. Let's see. Uh, 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 where is it? Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, 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 hey, goodbye. Uh, 
You probably should have researched uh, this. Uh, see, where is it? What's the total time on this? Five minutes. Five fucking minutes. Fuck, I can't find it. <laughs> I almost Damn passed it. out. Can't take too much time fucking looking for this. Gotta keep it professional. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Holy shit, John. <laughs> That's worse than watching him spend like four minutes on his Seven Eleven order. Wow, yeah. <laughs> I agree with you. At least that's funny. No, no, just a beer, just a beer. Okay, yeah, yeah, oh. you can throw in a hot dog, steak and cheese. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then John does this thing on his show where he's playing a clip from Point Dabble Point that only he can hear. Nobody else can hear it. <laughs> so he's just yelling at. Audio, so it's like quiet, and then we just start screaming because <laughs> he's reacting to something. No one knows what the fuck he's talking about. Thanks, While John. While you fucking broadcast from what looks like a fucking trailer with your fucking cat litter box under your fat ass because you can't tell the difference between your fucking diapers and your fucking litter box because you probably haven't seen your fucking you, you, you haven't you probably haven't wiped your ass <laughs> in fucking years, you fat fuck. <laughs> Good one. Look at the size of those thumbs. Huh? Fucking hell! And of course, Silent Mike is silent. And so is this part of your show, John. (laughs) I don't have any sock puppet accounts. (laughs) I don't. They all like to say I have these, all these sock puppet accounts. Yeah, name one. All right, well, there's uh, LeopardJust7750 on Reddit. I talked to you about that to your face. You admitted it, that that was your sock puppet on Reddit. But then I also brought up to you about your socks on Twitter that you did not deny. Yankee fan, Dombo13, Maple Leaf fan 4, Twitty at Police, my wife's name. Name one. I can name them all, Johnny. What are you talking about? I love these. Now pretending like I never had a sock account. That's It's all you had were sock accounts fucking liar but i don't now so it doesn't matter that's right. how he thinks yeah you know? and he, he still does but okay so again this is john listening to the show that no one can hear and he starts yelling and this is just a really funny part that happens <laughs> it's getting angry it's getting real angry which is a lie which is a fucking lie, and I just proved it. So you can continue to say that, Lady K, but it's a lie. Yeah, it is, and I didn't do it. But is it a dick move to try and contact Muttering Jay to, to release information about me, Lady K? Is that a dick move? Because I'm going to show you those DMs. <laughs> It's really worked oh out. Oh my god! I'll be back, and you'll be sorry. Yeah, I know it's so pathetic. All this time, he's just screaming into the void, and everyone in the chat is like, "John, we can't hear the audio." He's like, "I know you're fucking with me. I know you're fucking." And then, <laughs> and then people are going, "The audio's fine. The audio's fine." <laughs> so he sees that. He's like, "I knew it." So this goes on for quite some time, which is really funny. And then John comes up with another song. He's got another song for me now. You know, I always love his music. And Lady Go, um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna release my new song. 
my lady K. Ooh, I see the cancels in your doing. Doing all you can. Trying to cancel on me all the time. Cancel the stuttering man. Not hear anything you're playing, commenting on. Bullshit. <laughs> nice try. Oh, I thought he was doing a Bullshit. rap breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking all these lies. Sock accounts. That and more later on my show. Violent, but you have mob ties and Hitman Dan. Hitman Dan is not a hitman. Oh, so after someone goes, we can't hear the audio. He goes, bullshit, you're lying. And then Edward says, uh, oh, you're not violent, but you have mob ties. And Hitman Dan, he goes, Hitman Dan's not a hitman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you uh, missed one of the points that he was making there. All right, so finally, John finally starts to understand that he's been fucking this up. Uh, Bonin the Barbarian, the Cabarian, thanks for two bucks. Hey, Mensa Man, there's no audio. What do you mean there's no audio? <laughs> What do you mean there's no fucking audio? Hold on a second. All right, let's test it. Let me see this. Yeah, let's see. Mute mic. I know you're just trying to show me, but still. Hey, you. Hey, you. No, I got audio. (laughs) (laughs) Also, rhythm and rhyme. (laughs) Wow. He just can't get out of his own way. It really is impressive the way that he fails. So he's gearing up this whole show. His, what is it called again? Twitter Tuesdays? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Twitter Tuesday. He's gearing up this whole thing because Muttering Jay has been finding photos of me from uh, the company I used to be a partner at. And so John's going through these old photos. And this is what he's just like, this is why he was so excited. You shouldn't have messed with me, Carl. I'm going to get you so good. Uh He's going to find photos of me that we had on our website. And on social media that I was well aware of. So we're entering Gotcha John territory now. Oh, my gosh. He's going to get me real good with this stuff. You're busted. Yeah. Scandalous. I know. Who would have ever thought that these types of photos would be on the internet? Uh, uh, And then look at this one. (laughs) Team Carla. Look at that. Uh, The beginning of the isotopes. Let's all wear light blue shirts. Come on. He's so bad at this. So he's showing a company function that we were at. It was for the Jazz Fest, so we're all wearing these shirts with uh, pianos on them. And so typically what they do when they want to call one person out in a group photo is they blur the other faces. These are just coworkers of mine, yeah. John. Yeah. And he's calling everyone a loser, and he's bringing it to the isotopes. These are civilians. Reason. Innocent civilians. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they have nothing to do with any of this, Johnny. I got mine, but I wear a T-shirt underneath. Because I'm a fucking nerd. It's an undershirt, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one's loser. ever done that. <laughs> oh. Hey, look at me. This is my garanimals. This is my outfit. My beige pants. And my fucking JC Penny shirt. He wishes. Oh, my Lord. Chad thinks every button-up shirt is a JC Penny shirt. <laughs> and I've seen some of his button-up shirts. It's They're so made funny. of paper. <laughs> I know. <laughs> What's the matter? You couldn't get your brother's suit? With my snaggle teeth. This is me. I think you look good. The Carl. dweeb. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> oh, here's Lady <laughs> K holding a turkey. Oh, look at those teeth. 
Look, he's got the T-shirt on. He's got the J.C. Penny shirt on. <laughs> then he's got his little zipper up because it might get chilly oh, with that. I'm trusting a guy at work, John. These are not the these are not the birds you think they are right now. Oh, the two ears, glasses wearing yeah. Carl. I, he thinks he can just look at anything, point out the obvious, and those are sick birds. Yeah. Oh, he's bragged about this oh, many I know. times. Oh, he says that he could come up with five jokes right like yeah. that as soon as he sees someone. Yeah. Which I think we should challenge him to on March 10th. <laughs> I think we should bring up people one at a time. Be like, all right, five jokes. Go. Let's see. Go. Let's see what you got. So this is just a photo because I, I won this contest thing at work that we did every year around Thanksgiving. They forced Congratulations. me to take this. Thank you. I was pretty proud of myself. I won the turkey sheet. Thank you. That fucking Herman Munster haircut. What? Look at this fucking dweeb. Turkey meet walrus. Ooh, Turkey meet snaggletooth. Ooh. Turkey. You're reading it wrong anyway. It's not what it says. Sabertooth. Wow, those are sick burns right there. What do they call me? Walrus, sabertooth, snaggletooth. Wow, it just kept getting funnier and funnier there, John. That, that's the classic rule of threes you'll never understand right there, you fucking idiot. Also, your teeth look pretty normal in this picture. Yeah, th- yeah. this is not the best <laughs> picture as far yeah. as my teeth this looking bad. This is not the yeah. indicative of what your teeth yeah, actually Yeah, toothy like. tooth. <laughs> Thanks, Lucy. That, you almost <laughs> suck up for me there. I appreciate <laughs> it. No, I was not going to. Fucking hell. You ever see such a pathetic fucking guy? And this is who he <laughs> loses? And fucking Carl's here pay too. money to fucking see? Yeah, maybe he can play the audio of a clip, and I'll figure out what happened with that. I guess. But, uh, it doesn't the whole context is Vinny defending me and that fat fuck Phil Elmore and Lady K fucking coming up with excuses to try to cancel my gig. And I applaud Vinny Paulino and Blind Mike. Hey, look, let's wear our jumpsuits together. <laughs> They're pullovers, John. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very normal attire. Let's go into space together. <laughs> what are you talking about? Look at this. We're Team Carla. We're Team Lady K. It sounds very jealous. I know. Look at this. Look bet, at this pathetic bunch. I bet your coworkers the liked you. Yeah, bunch. It was good. It was the good. pathetic good bunch. This the way we become the pathetic bunch. Also, that was um, what my company was years ago. You see, there's six of us. And then you see the other photos where there's many, many more people, which means the company grew and did well. But to John, these are all things. And I'm like, how did this leak on the Internet? How did these photos that we posted on our website show up on the Internet for John to goof on me? He's got those sources. He's, he sucks at this. And the best part is, is that John loves to say, I couldn't clip this. It's just so ridiculous. He goes, you know, Carl grew up idolizing me. Uh, he was a huge fan of mine. Like, no, I like the Howard Stern show. I didn't like you. What are we talking about? He, wa- he wanted to be me. Like, no, I've never wanted to be stuttering John Melendez. That would suck. What are you talking about? But let's pretend for a moment you did idolize him. Okay. John. What happened? <laughs> yeah, what did happen? If I used to admire your work and now I find everything you do to be mockable, mm-hmm. that sounds like it's on you, yeah. John, not on me. But let's see, who's obsessed with who? John's the one scrolling through his Twitter feed right now. There's Lady K, Lady K, Lady K, <laughs> Lady K, Lady K. Fucking five <laughs> tweets in a row with my photo. He's the obsessed. same photo. He's obsessed. Five tweets in a row just in my photo. And John's going, this guy's obsessed with me. <laughs> 
certainly the other way around, sir. I promise you that. So, Steve Martin calling you a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Anyway, so a lot going on with Stuttering John. I don't want this to be nothing but Stuttering John stuff, but I just thought this week what he's up to is so embarrassing. He's just so bad at all of this. Thank God. (laughs) Well, yeah, thank God for that. Or else we wouldn't still be talking about it. Because how the fuck do you keep a a storyline going over five years with this guy? Only John figures out ways to make himself mockable over and over again. And then that get old and boring for all of us. Not only a storyline, but it's impossible to keep up with. Right. That's why we're doing Point Devil Point this Friday on the Who Are These Podcast channel, the Stuttering John Roundtable, where we discuss all things Stuttering John to keep people up on what's going on. I know one guy who knows what's going on. That's my boy, Cardiff Electric. Oh, hello. Oh, hello, Cardiff. (laughs) Cardiff, we just checked out Stuttering John. We did a a segment on that. So I feel like we need a quick palate cleanser here. Some are odd and some deranged stories that are very strange. Weird news. (laughs) That's right. Scorch coming in. Scorch and T-Rye. This is from just this morning. He was on there and he read an article in Inc. Magazine. Now, Inc. Magazine is not a tattoo magazine. It's a, it's a business magazine, in, you know, incorporated. And so um, he's going to read this article to us. I am chuckling because of what we're about ready to talk about. <laughs> I'm looking at this thing that just popped up on my computer. And it's from Inc.com. One of the things says, hoping for failure. <laughs> Successful people naturally want their colleagues to succeed. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. (laughs) I found this from Inc.com. Bad behaviors of unsuccessful people. Now, just like the last thing we did where the Savior said said something about uh, the food that was keeping me... The Savior. It was savory. (laughs) (laughs) So before this, actually two segments in a row was talking about the savory.com listed foods that help you fall asleep. And I almost pulled these clips, but this is way more interesting. Is so this guy, one of them was like walnuts and almonds. And stupid Scorch goes, I eat nothing but walnuts and almonds, and I don't sleep well. I'm like, well, yeah, it doesn't work if you're <laughs> it was like part of your regular diet, obviously. Is that because those are the most boring nuts? <laughs> right. So then he calls it the savior. Just like how we were talking about the savior. Now, just like the last thing we did where the savior said uh, said something about uh, the food that was keeping me awake, even though right. it's not, you know, food, food that would put me to sleep, even though it's keeping me awake. I consider myself, and I asked T-Rye, so it's not me being an arrogant prick. I asked T-Rye before we even went into this. I'm relatively successful, right? I've done some pretty successful things. You should agree. So I said, so this will fit. Bad behaviors of unsuccessful people. I do almost all of them. So this is a great setup to this segment because he's going, this is what Inc. Magazine says that unsuccessful people do, but it's all the stuff that I do, and I am killing it. (laughs) Scorch, you've been in radio for decades. You're the 200th market. We've been reviewing all these shows for Jacktober this month. They're all syndicated. The the ones that we did, Bob and Sherry's in 70 markets. It's the worst show anyone's ever heard. It's not hard to be in morning radio these days. Anyone can fucking do it. Not Scorch. He has no idea. He's yeah, he's got the bagel shop coming. I was just going to say. <laughs> he can't even afford a loan to buy a bagel shop that already exists, that the, the landlord doesn't even want. But I'm pretty successful. But he's doing. he's killing it. 
So what I thought was fun about this, I got a few clips on here. He's going to go through all the uh, different behaviors that unsuccessful people have. And I just want to bring it back to our buddy Stuttering John, who I consider to be pretty unsuccessful at this point. <laughs> and let's see if he has any of these similar behaviors that they list here in Inc. Magazine. Uh, blaming things on certain people. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> you don't. Well, okay. <laughs> Making assumptions. Sorry. So right out of the gate, blaming things on other people, that's all John does all day. Mm-hmm. He never owns anything about what's going on in his life. It's everyone else's fault. And then making assumptions. You know, assumptions like, I'd be upset if you rented my house in Florida and paid me $6,000 for a month <laughs> to run it. And actually, John, could, if you could run it in the off-season, that'd be great, too. I'd appreciate that. I'll even give you a discount on it, if you don't mind. All right. So, so far, we're two for two. Talking instead of listening. <laughs> but I do my share of listening, too. But, yeah. Share. Uh, small. This one, I don't necessarily do. Avoiding risk. I, I'll take a risk if, it, if it's warranted, you know. And it's not a risk. That's, that's the opposite of what a risk is. I'll do a risk if it makes sense. <laughs> well, that's not. It's a safe risk. Yeah, I'll yeah. only take safe risks. You know, when they're warranted. That's the opposite of that, Scorch. So, again, I think John talking instead of listening, we've seen that quite a bit, where he just yells at people who aren't even there. Well, if they are there, he'll yell over them, refuses or to Or call listen. them live on his show and mm-hmm. oh, not let them know he's calling them live on his show. I saw that segment, too, Cardiff, where John goes, oh, you got to hear these conversations I have with Cardiff. You know, it's, he's such a different <laughs> guy. Blah, blah, blah. So then he just calls you live on the show, and you're like, hey, John. Like, you literally answer, you go, hey, John. <laughs> I can tell you're dreading whatever this conversation's going to be. driving. <laughs> and then he's like, you're on the air. You're like, why? <laughs> what, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Again. All right. Let's find out uh, more behaviors of unsuccessful people. If you're just joining us, we're checking out Inc.com listed the bad behaviors of unsuccessful people. Uh, bad behaviors of unsuccessful people. Quitting. <laughs> <laughs> Quitter. Yep, John's done that one yeah. for sure. Not according to him. Multiple yeah. times, actually, just this year. Yeah. Multiple uh, times this year. This, this week, month. Even, yeah. <laughs> I have no recollection. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fair enough. All right, let's see uh, what else we got. Uh, this one here. Carl. Guilty. Yes, sir. Sorry, can I remind you of something? Yeah, of course. Oh, that's the wrong drop. Shit. Never mind. <laughs> I thought I recorded the drop. <laughs> I was stoked. Okay. You were recording the drops we were doing in real time? I thought I did. All right. Uh, this one here. Guilty. 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 With a capital G. Says the judge. Uh, envying. Mm. Yeah. I definitely envy. And, and But now I'm going to ask t Right. In here, in these four walls, is it envy or is it more like, I don't understand why they and we don't? Is it more like that? That would be putting blame and envy all in the same category. Oh, look at me go. Huh? I, mm-hmm. could, I could have cut this down by yeah, seven he's, minutes. He's fantastic. <laughs> is it envy when you wish that that person didn't have the thing that you want? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's specifically what it is. Very good. Scourge, you got that one right. And again, John, 2AT. He is Mm -hmm. so envious of everyone else making money off of him. 
and he can't make any money off of himself. Envy might be his own only uh, motivator. Yes. Envy gets him out of bed. Correct. Yes. So, again, traits of unsuccessful people is what we're talking about. This one coming out of Scorch is rich. Wasting time. New. That's something we none of us do here. Well, some of us maybe. I try. Not us. Um, That's your entire job. You're doing it right now. Yeah, yeah. Scorch, you're wasting time right now. And you're ours. reading a list from the internet you found. This is a time waster by definition. So, and uh, John might waste a little bit of time too. I love when he says he's too busy to do stuff. But he gets to the pump by three every day. It's like, well, <laughs> that's going to be a time killer for you, John. Just FYI. All right, let's see what else. Here's the one that caught me by surprise. Oh, here we go. Hoping for failure for your coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> Little voodoo dolls all over the place. My poke him. and he's not going to be able to go. Poke him. That is so stuttering, John. If you can go back and watch Stuttering John on the Howard Stern Show when he still worked there trying to sabotage his coworkers. But even after he wasn't there anymore and he was trying to get J.D. Harmeyer fired. Yeah. Well, J.D.'s never done anything to him, but he just he's just hopes for failure for everyone else. That's everyone in radio. A we lot just of covered in October. Yep. Uh, that happened all the time. Yes. Instead of doing a, a good show and succeeding, you hope that everybody else fails and makes you look better. Well, that's the people who suck, which is why they're in yeah. October. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's part of the reason why... They have this mentality. It's not a good way to go through life. All right. Here's the last one. And again, all of these are perfect for Stuttering John. I hope he's listening right now. Focusing on the wrong things when you don't have the right things to focus on. wait a minute. Now that would be blame again. There we go. I'm just going to sit here, kick back, and watch you. Wow. Bad behaviors of unsuccessful people or me. Imagine that, 9290X. Hey, coming up, we're going to be speaking with Jack Osborne. Oh, Jack Osborne. (laughs) Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, Focusing on the wrong things. Can I I can't think of something that John does more than that. He just spent 30 minutes looking at old photos of me with the company I used to be a partner at yeah. and goofing on me. You're focused on the wrong things, John. Yeah, he could have easily been making fun of the isotopes that whole time. Yes! There's something that we're doing now. Pictures right, something I'm, I'm currently doing that I'm actively pursuing right now would make a lot more sense than doing that. All right. Well, with that. I want to bring in Annie, our review girl. Hey, Annie. Hello. Hey. How's it going? How are you and uh, Tukey doing? Still hot and heavy? Oh, sure. Because Tukey's a big star now. He's blowing up, so I wasn't sure if he's left you in the dust or not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> now I don't know what to think. <laughs> and he's just, yes, Andy. All I know, right? right? <laughs> yes, Andy. All right. It's what you tell us to do. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I, sometimes you got to pay attention to the conversation. All right. It's time for everyone's favorite game show. Let's get right into Oh, do you have a comment to make first? I'm calling my shot. This oh, is you... the greatest to catch an alien ever. Wow. Oh, You've been down in this segment recently. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, this is giving exciting. me life. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. Okay, good. Guys, we got to do this. All right? We're all yeah. in this together. We can do it. It's time for everyone's favorite game show to catch an alien. Are you ready to play to catch an alien? Andy? 
Uh, I got to ask you this. Sure. We run out of time. May I ask you this? Yeah. Because I got to end at the top of this hour. I have another appointment. No, no problem. No problem. Uh, so my uh, one of my uh, 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 one of the hosts of, of this network that I'm on, the Hate Report, H-A-K-E Report. Um, I used to think that Italians were Italians. I didn't think of them as being white. And so I had a discussion with, with Hake of the HakeReport.com. He said that, I think he told me that Italians are considered white. Is that true? Well, in, <clears throat> believe it or not, in America they, they are. But in, if you go to Italy, they, everyone in Italy knows that Italian people have African-American in them. Italian people have African-American in them. Italian people have African-American in them. Really? Do you guys know why that's really stupid? <laughs> Black people are not African Americans. They just live in Africa. <laughs> so they went from Africa to America, yeah. then to Italy. It's part of a tour. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, God. That is really one of the dumbest things. But people have been programmed that way. I used to work with this woman who was from Trinidad. And the HR woman explained she wasn't doing a good job. The HR woman explained to me, she's like, yeah, but she's African-American. So, you know, we got to be careful with her. I'm like, she's from Trinidad. <laughs> what are you talking about? But okay. Allegedly, people say that in Canada, too. <laughs> African-American. <laughs> yep. I actually just heard, I forgot what I was listening to. Oh, it might, it might have been a voicemail. Someone called and said they were uh, African-Canadian. Is that something that people say in Canada, yeah. African-Canadian? What's that, a boot? <laughs> you don't know? Don't ask me. Pleading the fifth on that one. <laughs> the fifth amendment. Is that what you're yes. pleading on that one? <laughs> right to bear arms. <laughs> <laughs> so this is from True Romance, right? What he's explaining right now? Correct. This isn't something that every Italian is just like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're part black. Yeah. <laughs> right? Okay. Or not. In America, they they are. But in if you go to Italy, they everyone in Italy knows that Italian people have African American in them. Italian people have African American in them. Italian people have African American in them. Really? Oh fact. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really a fact. And now here you'll hear like what the? no, no, really, really no. But here you'll hear like <laughs> because again, you know, like Italian guys in South Philly, we could joke with the black guys just like two other black guys, like say things yeah. that they would call racist. But really, you're just saying, hey, what's up? You know, you know, but if, if but real Italians, yeah, they, we have. That's why you have some Italians that are like almost your color, and then you have ones that are like. What did Tommy, Tommy say next? What was the choices? last thing Tommy ever said? Some Italians are almost your color. <laughs> and that's coming from Cardiff, who's pretty brown. <laughs> wow! Oh my god! <laughs> Tommy say next. Here are your choices. Number one, the pizza wasn't in the oven long enough. B, less darkness. Next, mid-level. Four, espresso with milk. Lastly, in need of a spray tan. To catch an alien. <laughs> oh, God. This is one of those ones where it could be a lot of the different ones here. <laughs> I am going to go with four espresso with milk. And I'll go to you, Andy. What do you think? Ugh, I'm pleading the fifth. No, I will go with... Uh, Num number five? What would you say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. This is a weird one. I, it could be any of them. 
knowing Tommy. <laughs> in yeah. fact, it probably is one of those. <laughs> I'll just go with one. I'll go with one because it's okay. so ridiculous. Uh, Pizza not in the oven long enough. All right, uh, Lucy Tightbox. I was fluctuating between four and lastly, so I'm going to go with lastly in need Very of good. a spray tan. Okay, Annie. Spread them. I was also going to go with lastly in need of a spray tan. All right, producer Chris. I went with one. All right, so we have we got some holes. Two twos, here. two lastlies, and I have four. Right? Correct. God damn it! If Cardiff wins this. Two ones, you know, you know, but yeah. if, if but real Italians, yeah, they we have that's why you have some Italians that are like almost your color, and then you have ones that are like mid level, and then you have like just depending on where they come from. So, no, I, I, I don't think no, because I could tell you. Cardiff wins. Mid-level. Congratulations, I'm going to do Cardiff. the offensive coordinator thing over here, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Chucking everything around. Right now that I what don't know level? anyone in my family. Mid-level. And nothing against anything, but they were raised like, you know, Italy's poor, poor as can be. You got five people one. in one house. Oh, yeah. You got five, ten people in one five house. Five people every- in one house. <laughs> <laughs> when does that ever happen? <laughs> How poor. Sometimes they even have to rent their houses out. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it's a sitcom. Sometimes they only own one house. <laughs> what? Buddy's working, just trying to get out of there. You know, just trying wow. to make a life. Yeah. My grandfather worked three jobs. So he That's watched amazing. True Romance from before another planet. I heard that about, <laughs> before he arrived. Uh, them being white. Whenever I thought of an Italian, because I didn't grow up around any down in Alabama there. I would just I would only think, think so. of <laughs> I would only think of spaghetti and meatballs. You know, I never thought of them as being black nor white. Yeah, I would just think I would think of it. And so, being told that they were mixed with the Moors. I'm so sorry. It's the Moops. The correct answer is the Moops. <laughs> what do you know anything about that? No, I don't know about that one. <laughs> what? I don't know about the Moors. Yeah, what is the Moors? I was just going to ask you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Moors. They were like. You know, uh, Arab, black Africans yeah. back in the day. Ah, see, I told you. Back in the day, black Arabs, oh. African Arabs mixed with the Italians. Come again? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it's a fact. See, that's something in there. <laughs> what a mess. What a mess. <laughs> yes, the show's uh, a mess. I'll ask because I know you got to go. That's all for this time. Come back next time to find out if you are a true-blooded Italian enough to catch an alien. This episode is brought to you by Subreddit Surfing Live, Saturday, March the 9th. Comedy at the Carlson in Rochester, New York. Hey, there's another Italian there. Sit, Eugene, sit. Good dog. (laughs) Congratulations, Cardiff. Italian people have African-American in them. <laughs> that was an insane conversation all the way around. Yeah. Holy shit. Hard to top, man. Wow. That was something else. All right. What have we done today? We've done it all. We talked about the Horn Dogs podcast. We talked about Banana Bag, bananabag.org. WATP is the promo code for that. We talked about Stuttering John being very upset with Kevin Brennan for tweeting a tweet. Oh, mm-hmm. God forbid. Could you imagine if Matthew Perry's family? Saw that tweet. Oh, jeez. Poor drug drug addict. <laughs> Wait a an insult to injury with that tweet, Kevin. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, John is also going to have anal sex with chicks that he picks up and who are then going to shit on the walls in my house. As one does. This is his fantasy. 
in life is that that would happen. You're not supposed to be scared about that. Is it in that exact order? I can't remember which order it was in. It's hard to tell. Uh, Scorch is very successful, except for for some reason, all of these traits of unsuccessful people he seems to have, which is crazy. So I was not able to catch an L. You know what that means. It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The This is the part of the show we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on the next episode of WATP, which will be this weekend coming up. Vinnie Paulino and Jenny Jingles will be joining us here in studio to check this out. <clears throat> I love when episodes start with you coughing. <laughs> the following film is a production of the Pharmacy University Chip Chips and Degenerates Department. Thank you for listening. Werewolf lines can front sleep. Fart Myth University. Sorry about the lack of parodies on Fart Myth University. Yeah, I'll try to do better. I like it better when I don't know what the intro song is going to be, because you, like two hours ago, you told me, welcome everyone to Fart Mouth Podcast, a show whose hosts believe that rape is a crime, and who, on a completely unrelated note, have no respect for the law. <laughs> nice. Every week we do a few rotating segments and make each other laugh. I'm Tyler. I am Jake. And that is my first of many fucked up things I will say. Fart mouth was a suggestion coming in from a laugh track in our discord. This show is described as by themselves, the most raunchy, stupid and offensive podcast on the internet. Oh boy. This already sounds like UCB. Yeah. One of you guys. Yep. But edgy though. And nothing <laughs> edgy. off limits. Yeah. Nothing off limits for these ones. Watch out. Boo. So that's what we'll be checking out. I love that. Uh, ooh. And the, YouTube comment says, Fart Mouth is still going? Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So I guess this is uh, a show that is known for people, but uh, that'll be fun. Dang Lizard thinks that'll be a good one for WATP. I agree. Thank you, everyone who came over to hang out with us today, including my friend Andy from the All Apologies podcast. Hey. What's happening on All Apologies these days? Oh, it was a big week. We did the Anthony Weiner Halloweener episode on Monday, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, Hillary Duff and Juliana Huff had offensive costumes. We covered that. Jesus Christ. And then today we released the uh, Joe Rogan and uh, Sniper Wolf. Sniper Wolf's a real character. Yeah. And Lucy turned me on to that. She, uh, she's a fucking problem. Okay. So I recommend checking that out just so you can see what she's up to. Definitely. And, and uh, Google her because she's more fun to look at than she's right. to listen to. Sounds good. Yeah. So when Anthony Weiner was sorry, was he really sorry? No, oh, of okay. course not. I didn't, I didn't think so. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I, I, I think he's think sorry he now that he's in, he did time in prison for <laughs> soliciting a minor. Yeah, probably not a good move. Spoiler alert. But he also, wasn't he Carlos Danger? Oh, he, yeah. Yeah. The original. Yeah, he's the original Carlos Danger. So our friend from Insufferable Bastards took his name from Anthony Weiner. He's such a big fan of Anthony Weiner's worth. He's like, I want to also be Carlos Danger. Good job. Carlos. They have similar sex lives. Probably. <laughs> yes. And of course, Lucy Tightbox joining us. Yes. Hello. Where can people find your work, Lucy? They can find me on YouTube at Once Over with Kaylee, which is C A Y L E Y. And I do movie reviews. She was spelling Kaylee, not once. 
I was spelling Lucy L U C. I think. I understand. What uh, movie you review recently? Uh, most recently, I did Slumber Party Massacre mm. Two with Tony from oh. Hack the Movies. That's what I should have fucking watched last night. Oh. Yeah, instead you of trick or treat. Yeah. Oh, you should have. I wanted to try something new. I, it looked like a bad movie, campy, shitty. I'm like, I'll watch this. Such a bore fest. <laughs> God damn that movie, fucking you happy. fool! I know, I'm an idiot. And then and, coming up, we're going to be doing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with my friend, uh, the football grump from Just Giants. Okay. Um, and then a couple more things with Tony from Hack the Movies. So. Wow. Look at you two collabing so much. Yeah. Which Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is it? The original? The original. No shit. I yeah. think I saw that in the theater. If I'm yeah. not mistaken. Great movie. 1990. Yes, I definitely saw the theater. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I definitely got dropped off to see that, that movie. Uh, Annie... What are you up to? Next week at 1 Eastern, uh, we will have Husey from It's Husey Hello on with me and Dylan from Somewhere to talk about the game The Quarry. It's a horror story game, and uh, I'm really looking forward to having him on. And you can find us on YouTube at W-I-T-G-S. Excellent. And why are you looking forward to talking to Husey? Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to talking about this game. Okay, good, good answer, good answer. Yeah, yeah. Just get the uh, the mute button ready to go, if you can. And of course, uh, Cardiff, you're promoting all the different things that you're up to, which is too much these days. Yes, at your remember the nineties this Friday, a Cardiff free episode. If you hate Cardiff, nobody hates Cardiff. No. What are you talking about? Well, I just won't be there. Oh, the okay. other guys will have some fun stuff for you. Excellent. And of course, subreddit surfing on uh, Monday nights. Yes, with the, the great Vinny Paulino. Surfing YouTube channel. Please join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Mm, okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Let me ask you, Annie, do we have any new reviews you can read for us? I have two from October 30th. Oh, uh, The first right. one yeah. is from Unnamed Source. Mm-hmm. What did they say? I missed that part. Oh, never mind. It just repeated what was just said. Oh, was this the issue with the, the audio repeating people have been complaining about? I assume. Yeah, I assume, too. We got to figure that out. It's happening with a lot of podcasts. But uh, is that a five-star review? That one is, yeah. Hey, I wasn't expecting that, actually. I was just feeling optimistic for some reason. (laughs) There's Carl not accepting blame. Next. (laughs) (laughs) This is everyone's fault but mine. (laughs) The next one is from Burps Map. Hate these guys. They seriously think throwing around slurs makes them funny. They're so bland and unfunny that listening to outtakes of Hey Riddle Riddle was more funny than anything you guys said. Newsflash, you suck. Can't wait for what you will say about trans people. Probably something unoriginal and terrible. So they think we're the slurs show. I'm going to be on Tower Gang later tonight. Holy shit! From Tower Gang. If you're a Hey Riddle Riddle fan, do you think they were too edgy? <laughs> I got news for you. There's some <laughs> worse things out there on the old uh, Rumble.com. But uh, that's got to be a one star, right? Yeah, that's a one star. Ah, you got me back. You're a Hey Riddle Riddle fan. Disappointed. <laughs> Way to go. Yeah, I'm doing uh, Tower Gang tonight on uh, Rumble. Nine eleven is when they start. <laughs> That's funny. On Wednesday. That's good. That's funny. <laughs> All right. Boom. Guys, we've been talking about our Mexican listeners. Uh-huh. 
because they've been calling into the show. They're very proud of the fact they're Mexican listeners. I have to say, this one puts all of them to shame. This is a person who lives in Mexico, an actual Mexican listener. Hey, Carl. Just wanted to let you know that I'm your only actually Mexican listener who's in Mexico. The guys that call are Chicanos. They were born in the U.S. And Spanish is their second language. They don't count. Fuck them. They don't count. In some cases, they don't even speak Spanish. They just put that accent on. Look at you, Paco. Wait a second. There were dogs in the background of that. And what I learned earlier was that Mexicans don't like dogs. Probably dinner. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, right. Good point. <laughs> Just making sure. No, that's Korea that I'm thinking of right now. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's very exciting. I actually had someone join our Patreon using Pesos for the first time. So we're really expanding. <laughs> the story checks out. We're really expanding in Mexico right now. It's very exciting. I guess playing all these Mexican listeners is... Uh, is doing that. The law of attraction is what they like to call it. All right. I got a lot of voicemails on this subject. Uh Yo, Carl. Salt on watermelon is amazing. Salt on watermelon. There's two things I've said that were very controversial recently. Days of Confused sucks. (laughs) And why would you put salt on watermelon? Apparently, I'm an idiot. Putting salt on watermelon actually is a thing, especially in the South. It's one of those things that actually enhances the fruity taste of the watermelon, kind of similar to why you put salt in other sweet things like cookies and stuff like that when you bake them. Really surprised E-Rock didn't know that, as it has to do with eating. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, you shamed me enough. There were a few other calls on that subject, too. I didn't play them up, but I will try salt on watermelon. You've convinced me. Ever, ever grill a watermelon? I have not. I like a, to grill a pineapple. You ever drill a hole in a watermelon and take it in the bathroom, Cardiff? <laughs> yes. <Okay. And> <laughs> what size bit are you working with, pencil dick? All right. Diego and Gary, Indiana, calling into the show. Hey, Carl. It's Diego from Gary, Indiana. Listen, there's a reckoning coming. The other Mexican listeners have something big planned. I can protect you, but you'll have to drive all the way here from Rochester. Okay. Huh? Oh, my neighbor Julie says hi. Okay, <laughs> call me back. All right. Thank you, Diego and Gary. Thank you for warning me on that. Speaking of fake Garys, we have another fake Gary calling into the show. Well, hey there, Carl. I have a great idea for you that's probably just as funny as stuttering John himself. You get it? It's a, it, it's a bug out plan. Cause boy, I tell you, when he finds out you don't like days and confused, he's gonna ambush you with a goddamn lifesaver. Okay, rock and robin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, fake Gary. Now, it's like Gary Christie? <laughs> yeah, it sounded yeah, like it. Yeah. You're right. So, Gary in San Diego did call into the show. And I just have to say, I don't know how he gets me to play all these voicemails. I really don't understand it. I feel compelled to play his voicemails, even when they go nowhere. Hey, Carl. Gary in San Diego. Well, I just got off the phone with Sandy. She was calling me from Tarzana. And I said, what are you doing way up there in Tarzana? She said, oh, I'm working on a project. And would you pick up my Amazon packages and mail for the next couple days? I'll be back in uh, Rancho Bernardo on Thursday. I said, okay, great. What's going on? Anything I should know about? Anything in Tarzana? 
She says, well, I'll give you a hint. It's something that involves you and Judy and me. I said, oh, is it another trip to the Bellagio in Las Vegas? Judy left that Bellagio poker room. She says, no, nothing like that. But I'll tell you all about it on Thursday. I said, okay. Uh, anyway, pick up my packages, and uh, I'm going to keep you in suspense till Thursday. I said, okay, I hope it's good news. She said, oh, well, something I think you're going to like. I said, okay, keep me in suspense. So she's keeping me in suspense, and once I find out, uh, I'll tell you, Carl, because uh, I think you may be involved. I don't know. Anyway, we're all in suspense till Thursday. Till then, rock and roll God damn it. Why did I play that just now? Do you know, Chris? I, I tapped out halfway through. Yeah. I have no idea what his point was. <laughs> there was there no was, point. Yeah. Not a point. There was no point at all. I, oh, you made it to the end? <laughs> Show off. <laughs> I believe Sandy had to drive a tractor trailer full of cores from Tarzana to Rancho oh. Cucamonga. Yeah. All right, we'll find out. I guess. <laughs> we need a wrap-up show for Gary's fucking voicemails. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just like to hear him talk. I know, I do I'm too. I'm with yeah. you, Annie. I just yeah. wish he would use fewer words. He could use so many fewer words to get the same points across. Hey, Carl. Rock and roll. Yeah, perfect <laughs> voicemail. <laughs> I think Stuttering John's new tactic of mocking you for being successful and, you know, having friends is an odd, odd choice. Yeah. I mean, what does he expect to get out of that? Oh, look, Carl had a business and friends. And he plays in a band with friends and books gigs. And then, oh, geez, look, here's this funny-looking picture from years ago where he was in an American Heart Association run. That damn Carl and his charity, I, I don't get it. Maybe Stuttering John is playing 4D chess. It's got to be it. Yeah, I played you only a small fraction of his show where he's going through so many photos of me. At my company, it just goes on and on and on and on. We're celebrating being one of the fastest growing companies in Rochester. He's like, look at this dork. <laughs> Jesus Christ, John. So I don't get it. Don't get the angle on that. But I'm blocked, so I don't get to see all this stuff on Twitter. I just know that he's doing it. Hey, Carl, it's me, another one of your Mexican fans. Yeah. So I was thinking that we should have like a meetup for all the Mexican fans, you know, to hang out. Have some modelos and stuff. Yeah. Maybe by the Texas border or something. I don't know. Maybe just get Okay, um, yeah. So let's all have the Mexican guys go down to the Texas border. All right. Uh, call me back. Bye. All right. So apparently there's a meetup for all the Mexican fans near the Texas border. Have fun with that, guys. Please report back. Let us know how that goes. Um, oh, we have a new Carl Hamburger song card if you're going to like this. This is inspired by you, my friend. Let's do this. Carl Hamburger, he's the biggest tool in podcasting today. Hey, Carl Hamburger, he's a childless creep, therefore he's gay. Hey, he's the other guy that none of the other girls want to be with. Oh, no. He's the guy all the other guys want to pummel. That ho ho. Carl Hamburger. He's the biggest tool in podcasting today. He has all the childless creeps on his show, like Trucker Randy and Vinnie Paulino. All right. 
It's funny. Pretty good. It's true. I, I guess if it's a dog to put uh, a track to, we can figure that out. I'm sure. Yeah. It's easy with a melody like that. <laughs> it is. It's a good melody. All right, let's get some help with my banana bag ad read here. Finally. Hey, Carl. So I know you're the marketing guy, but for the banana bag ad reads, uh, you should do a video where you do the read wearing only a banana hammock and a devious smile to sort of go along with the banana thing. Um, I don't know. Maybe we can touch base and work that out. Uh, call me back. All right. It's a really good idea. That's my life coach right there. Thank you for that suggestion. I appreciate it. People who are watching the show live noticed. Hopefully we fixed it. Hopefully Ed fixed it in post. But um, E-Rock came in a little hot. His microphone was a little hot last time. W-A-T-P. Hi, everyone. This is Carl. And my guest today is Eric Nagel. Eric, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Oh, you don't have your um your level set? Okay. The guy called it with no plan. Just yeah. just knew he was gonna yell. Skull. <laughs> You're the neighbors banging on the wall. Like, yeah. Shut the yeah. fuck I'm up. I'm doing here. a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, I gotta do this. So the review we did of Bob and Sherry came in from Katie Tucker, who was a fan of that show. She called to give us feedback on our review. Hey, it's Mother Tucker here. Gotta say, your review of Bob and Sherry was spot on, and you didn't even hit the cringiest stuff. Um, I totally get, though, why fans get pissed at you guys um, for your review, but hey, it was a good review. Anyways, it made me realize I really do have total piece of shit taste in radio shows mm-hmm. because I found WATP when you reviewed Poly MF because I was a Maxwell <laughs> show listener. And, you know, I already knew that Chad was a douche and not funny. So keep up ruining podcasts and radio shows for me. Bye. All right. So you were a fan of Bob and Sherry, but you knew that Chad was a piece of shit before I did. So we're tied. I'll give that to you. Dipshit from Pittsburgh. Could you guess what Stuttering John's new favorite fireworks are? Adam Hinegar Chasers. That's Adam Hinegar Chasers. Don't call me that. It's Hinegar, sir. Pronounce that correctly, please. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Cartel. Mexican cartel. Okay. Let's do it. Woo! Now I'm just kidding. Random Mexican people calling in. <laughs> wanted to start gangs and become drug lords and stuff. This is going to be gunshots. <laughs> yeah, it's getting fucking nuts. Please don't kill any civilians in the name of WATP. I just asked. That's all I ask it's here. It's just rude. All right. Here's another submission to the Carl Song Contest. <laughs> Coming in through voicemail more than anywhere else. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hi, Carl. It's Paulie from Dirty Jersey. You said you wanted more submissions for your Carl contest, so oh, be careful goodness. what you wish for. Yeah. If you don't edit me, you'll know this is Sugar Magnolia by the Dead. I'm going to do the whole thing. Here we go. <laughs> Carl Hamburger and Jenny Jingles. They say that they don't want no kids. With dead club feet, you know he's no runner. And those teeth, they look like Dracula. Thank you, fuck you, bye. All right, that's not going to win. <laughs> like Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah, why Dracula? 
I'm very confused by that. Was that the joke? I'm not even sure. I'm glad the Colonel was here to correct him on that. All right, guys. We've had a lot of fun today. I got to go do uh, Tower Gang momentarily. Thank you to Annie and Cardiff and Lucy, Andy, producer Chris. (laughs) This is Carl Hamburger saying, Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. Bye. A plane has hit. I rewatch it, Carly. Boom. (laughs) His mom. Boom. Bye, Brennan. Are we done here? I think we are. I gotta go. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) Okay, bye. (laughs) That was a great episode. That was really great. (laughs) 